Stand by for the Robert Scott Bell Show starting. I feel like I'm all official now back in studio, Super D. And uh, I'm very excited because we got some awesome folks joining us. One guy for the first time ever, which is he's coming in from England. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But Drs. Terry and Stu Warner, we've been waiting on this event coming up January. We got the length of January 5th through the 8th, actually. I know it says 7th and 8th, but there's a lot going on in Orlando. Hyatt, I want you to be there. I'll be there. Many of my friends, you guys will be there. Some of you too. We're going to talk with them, get the update, what's going to be happening in Orlando. Finally, after the hurricane delay, it's happening in January, 2023. So that's going to be a great way to start the new year. Stand by for that. Also, um, look, I like music. Super Don likes music, even though he's a Barry Manilow fan. I'm a Neil Diamond fan. We like all kinds of music. (laughs) We got a guy from the UK, um, recording artist, Ramis Freeman. And he's got a song, among many, Don't Tech the Vaccine. It's kind of like Jamaican reggae-style message for kids. It's very powerful, and we're going to feature him today and, and get his backstory, why he's doing what he's doing. It's amazing. It's awesome. Also, six non-compliance strategies for protecting your kids and teens in 2023. And what is Fauci warning us about now? A new virus for anti-science people like he is. Yeah, that'd be the real thing. So let's uh, get there and a lot of questions of the day we're going to catch up on next on the Robert Scott Bell Show, robertscottbell.com slash listen. Chat room's available. We'll see you there in just a moment. Thanks for being here. Go ahead, Super Don. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. It's been a tough season with lots of viruses making people sick. Thankfully, Santa and I are feeling as healthy as ever. We are both up to date with our vaccinations, including COVID boosters and flu shots. That's so good to hear. I always tell Santa to make a list and check it twice. One, stay up to date on your vaccinations. Two, Wear a mask in crowded indoor places and make sure it fits nice and snug. Three, wash your hands to the tune of jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Great advice. Great voice too. Also, you can be sure to stay at home if you're feeling sick. And if you're gathering indoors with other people or elves, open a door or a window for a few minutes at a time to let in some fresh air. The more items you check off the list, the more protected you are. Yes, you can think of it like decorating a tree. You need tinsel, lights, ornaments, and a star on top. The tree is at its best when all the decorations are up and nicely layered. Thanks, Mrs. Claus. Happy holidays, everyone. I just, I just what the heck hurled, was that? I just hurled twice for my Canadian friends. Holy moly, was that uh, real? That was out of Now Canada? we know why uh, Teresa Tam is the, the ministry or minister of health in Canada and not an actress winning an Oscar uh, or something. Uh, oh, and how about that Mrs. Claus? Good Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. We hey, love vaccines. So Look, I've been embarrassed for Canadians because of Trudeau, their prime minister, and a number of other reasons. And you know I love you, uh, my Canadian brethren. But good Lord, that was embarrassing. And look, it's not that we haven't been embarrassed by things happening in the United States, but that, that is a new low. 
Their you know, it, it really uh, that made Vivek Mur Murthy talking and, and to Elmo on Sesame Street look like uh, you know an Oscar-winning performance. But well, it looked like you know highbrow, a thinking man's comedy compared to what we just saw. <laughs> wow. I, I came back to the studio for that. I, actually, I was laughing a lot behind the scenes, but it was just a laugh in disbelief. I was like, you know how uh, the, the proverbial jaw drop? You're like, mm. I can't believe what I'm watching. You warned me about that. I didn't get to see it beforehand. Uh, that was just, you know, that you get yeah. Razzies in the movies for things like that. That was like right. as, as good as it gets uh, when it comes to that. So there we go, uh, folks. Do you think you have a legitimate government in Canada any more than we have a legitimate government uh, in, in charge in the United States? L watch stuff like that, and you'll realize how sad things have become and how how absurd and silly, and perhaps this is where we come, and I come back to this. You're going to cry or you're going to laugh? I would rather laugh. Really. I would rather laugh than cry. You have to. You know, it is sad. Yeah, uh, you have to. Absolutely the defense amazing. mechanism sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely amazing, Super Don. That was not made up. You didn't do that. That was not a deep fake. No, Those were real do. people. No, uh, and as, as we open today's Robert Schabell Show, by the way, uh, welcome back to me in the studio. Welcome back welcome to America. To, welcome back to America. That's right. I didn't know that that would happen. We did a live broadcast from Mexico on uh, Wednesday. And, uh, and Super Don, you got the, the links. You updated the links because it was uh, VeritoLifeMexico.com. Mm -hmm. Those of you want to check out uh, that amazing facility that I went to, state-of-the-art. And uh, yeah, those of you want any options on cancer therapy, regenerative medicine therapy, other things, including uh, what my wife experienced, which is this, uh, if I can remember it correct, it's hard to program myself because you think of um, acupuncture, but it's acupotomy. Potomy. Thank you. It's a hard one to get. It's, I'd never heard of it before that. And this Dr. Adrian, he was amazing in how he delicately went in and cut through the fibrous tissue, like scar tissue around the area of injury where my wife has been dealing with the pain of trigeminal neuralgia for over 11 years now. And it's the first step. She did some hyperbaric oxygen as well. And um, I'm encouraged, but you know, we're going to follow up and do some more. And again, thank you all for your prayers of support. And thank you to uh, uh, Gideon who, uh, uh, Krause, he he hooked us up, brought us down, and that uh, was an amazing journey. Although coming back across the border was not easy, even with a medical fast pass. I have to say, I think because of Christmas, the border was overwhelmed coming back into the states, and so it took us a little long. And I I missed the I, which I always like to do, take a picture of the winter solstice sunset. But we got pictures and video right up until the twentieth, so I'm not going to complain too much. And my my daughter was there watching it, and uh, it was beautiful, uh, just spectacular. So now, Super Don, you and me, we're normally colder than a lot of the, the nation. I was talking to my mom this morning in Atlanta. It's way colder in Atlanta than out here west in the mountain states, west of the Rockies. We have managed, and me, me especially, you mm -hmm. not as much, but have avoided the, uh, the, the, the cold coming cyclone. from Siberia, yeah. whatever it's called now. Because mm -hmm. uh, I know that Leslie actually posted a picture on her Facebook, I think yeah. it was last night. And you know, they're in the RV. Yeah, and she she showed a picture. I should I didn't grab it, but uh, it showed the door, the metal mm -hmm. parts of the RV door, frozen yeah. like ice. You could see from the inside because wow. of the, the temperature outside. So I saw like, a picture. Of our friend Nadra, she's a health freedom advocate warrior in Ohio, and uh, she posted a picture of her like I don't know a door handle from the inside where it had frozen over mm, from the outside. Same thing, yeah. yeah. House, yeah. and and it was funny because she said I remember this can't forget this she says my brazilian butt is not made for this i'm like 
anybody's butt is not made for that. Uh-huh. The point it was is like also ridiculous. Yeah. So like with the wind chill, like like minus sixty eight or something like yeah. that in in Chicago, it was just insane. Well, yeah. and this is where you know, hey, God bless Cardio Miracle. Get your circulation going and keep it going. You need circulation when it's super cold like that. You need it all the time. But I'm just saying, uh, we had our packets with us and uh, did well. And I uh, I'm excited because uh, now I get to be I think chilling out a little bit. No pun intended. Uh, before heading out in the new year to uh, visit with my friends, Dr. Ter- Drs. Terry and Stu Warner and their big event coming up that got delayed uh, because of the hurricane back in October. And right. so that's going to be kicking in the new year. We're going to talk with them in a few minutes about that. But also as we uh, uh, have, you know, predictions and warnings of the new year, as we end 2022, it's like, what do we had to look forward to in 2023? Of course, you expect someone like uh, Anthony Fauci to protect us, right? Because he's been so good at that up to this point. <laughs> For decades, he's been doing this, and he's yes. like, hey, "Hey, here, let me tell you what you got to be concerned about in the new year. What is it? We're living in progressively anti-science era, and that's a very dangerous thing." Mm-hmm. This is Fauci saying it's it's anti-science. Uh, what do we call that? Aggressiveness or or? Well, know, he actually that's Peter Hotez, the know, weasel, the, the weasel of science. Yes, yeah. uh, they came up with that. But. Aggressive progressively and then it's usually progressivism is considered like the leftist movement but he's using that term progressively in uh, you know a phrase anti-science era like we've entered into an anti-science era and i will say to anthony fauci you have been cheerleading and spearheading anti-science eras for decades at the niaid and the nih and no i don't say that lightly i say that with a hundred percent conviction in terms of what i have witnessed in your life what i've learned about long before people woke up to the criminal behavior within the oligarchy that Fauci has, you know, exhibited being the yes man, if you will, the patsy, but the guy that's a chameleon who will lie uh, to you and lie to somebody else and say, he didn't even say what he said to both of you. I don't care. I mean, he turns 82. He's like, be nice to the old man. Really? How nice has he been to people who died of AZT hundreds of thousands of people and more? How nice has he been to hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of people who have died uh, because of uh, the COVID jabs, the remdesivir, the separation anxiety, dividing children from one another, much less from the, uh, their extended family, who they're told by Fauci that if they cough and breathe in their presence, they're going to kill grandma. You want to talk about the danger? The danger has been Fauci. Now, Fauci's only one of many, and he's the mouthpiece, the face of it. So I, I don't say I lay all the blame on Fauci. That's never what we've said here. But as a willing accomplice to this, he's not a useful idiot. He's not a stupid guy. I've never claimed that. Although Kerry uh, Mullis did, <laughs> interestingly enough, the developer of the uh, PCR test before, mm-hmm. you know, well before he died. But I don't look at him as an absolute uh, blubbering idiot, blabbering idiot. He's He's got obviously some smarts, but those smarts have been rooted and and, and, and done evil deeds very evil deeds in the promotion of certain things that are more deadly than the things he, he claims that he'd be protecting us from. And for him to say it's an, it's a progressive anti-science era. Yes. You have been the cheerleader, the spearheader of it. Super Don, I don't know if you agree or disagree or haven't thought about it this way, but the very irony of Fauci saying this, he's touting his own agenda, his own accomplishments to usher in an agenda, progressive era of anti-science. Yeah. He's responsible well, for much of it. And, and it's, yeah, it, it, the whole, the whole problem that we've seen 
I, I think over the last three years, and it's not new to the last three years because we've been talking about this forever. Mm-hmm. Who who gets to decide what the science is? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, if you read this article, basically this is like a transcript of an interview that he did with these guys, and um, you know, in one paragraph there, he says the thing that drives me nuts: science is self-correcting. Well, you know what? I understand what he's talking about in principle. You're right, because you know you, you create a hypothesis, then you test it, and then you you know you find out if it's right or if it's wrong, and if it's if if the if it does the hypothesis does not prove correct, then you examine the data, you come up with a new hypothesis, and then you continue to explore. That's what science is, right? The the, the scientific method. Well, if you but, say it's self-correcting, though, it's about yeah, in other, other words, it's never wrong. I, I wasn't wrong. I did nothing wrong. You know what I mean? It, it, so, so why 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 is there need for correction if it's never wrong? Isn't that an interesting question? It's a great out for these guys, for people like Fauci. And a lot of people, they, the reason why they get into science is because they can take this stance and, yeah. and put themselves in a position where they're never wrong. Yeah, but, but, you know, here's, here's the reason why that doesn't fly in this situation, because there were a lot of scientists that were saying the opposite of what Fauci was saying, and they were right. Yeah, but they're anti-science so, scientists. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Even though they were right, they're, they're anti-science. How, how do you explain that? Well, that's the point of the absurdity of, of an Orwell speak, Orwellian speak. And he's been a part of this evil agenda. And I say it because when you take away words and their definitions and you make them completely malleable and never you never can you land on a definition, you make it impossible for people to communicate, much less scientists, to define terms. Like we talk about defining the uh, parameters of a scientific study. What are the things we're going to be looking at? What are the uh, uh, confounding factors? What are the conflicts of interest? All of these things must be take, taken into account or consideration. And he's flubbed on all of that. And he's, and he's lied, dude. Here's, yeah. see, here's the thing. And, and I know we, do, we need to get to the guests here, but real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, people, the majority, vast majority of people are not anti-science. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that's such a broad umbrella of a turn to be, you know, anti-science. Right. People love science. Most people love science, right? Yeah, we dig it. You know yeah. what people don't like? They don't like being lied to. They don't like liars. They yeah. don't like being forced to have to trust crooks and criminals. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what it is. It's not that people are anti-science. They're anti-liars. They're anti-crooks and criminals and, and scammers and yeah. corrupted, you know, uh, uh, you know ind- individuals and agencies and government that doesn't mean they're anti-science but super do you know what this smacks of as well uh, orthodox churches if you will going back thousands of years or hundreds of years depending like if you want to go to crusades you are anti you know name the dogma name the religion and we therefore have an uh, under our authority can come in and slaughter you mm-hmm. and, and and although the slaughtering you would argue, well, they don't go in, they didn't kill the doctors, but yes, indeed, by the COVID uh, jabs, people are dying. So there is some element of actual murder. And we've seen in the hospital settings, the protocols that kill actual being defined as murder by some in lawsuits and other things. And we look at somebody that says you're anti-science. It's like somebody at the top of the Catholic church saying you're anti-Catholic or in name the church. Or, I mean, I'm just saying it's more phraseology associated with religion than it is what we'd call a scientific endeavor that's just looking to understand the truth of, of creation and reality, which is where I say science should never be and never really is in conflict with creation because it's trying to understand creation or however you perceive it to be, as opposed to being anti-whatever. But to say you're anti-science, that means now Fauci is the leader of a cult. 
and that cult is scientism or is he's, a, he's a religious leader, leader. Yeah. The religious leader yeah and the cult of sci-fientism as liam chef uh said all those times ago now what happens at the uh, event that uh doctors uh, terry and Stu warner put on is really good science i'll say it this way because there are hypotheses there are clinical studies there are scientific publications really and there's engagement and debate and discussion on all of these things nobody's shouting each other down going oh that's anti-science it's a wonderful and time to endeavor to learn to be empowered to be challenged even in your thoughts and worldview on what works what doesn't we need to come together more like that and i'm grateful to them for putting this big event on that uh we were at last year was it last year or two years I can't, i'll have to bring them in bring them in doctors terry and Stu warner back on the robert scott bell show with you guys hey great to be here hey robert it's good to see you guys when was the last one in nashville that we did together that was in march you know it feels like 10 years ago now it's been so long lots happened well, since yeah. then <laughs> yeah my gosh. And of course, we we're going to have in October and then the hurricane stuff happened in Florida and you guys postponed it. And we're really having it in January. And I said, I see the poster that says 7th and 8th, but the events go like from 5th, 6th, 7th and 8th. So there's the longer version of it that we have now. American Health and Freedom Summit, January 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. Orlando, <laughs> you've connected with so many good people. Uh, you got the Nurse Freedom Network. Lay it all out before we go into all these other subjects. So I want people, if they're on the fence about coming, they're not sure if there's something for them there. It's a lot of stuff, and I think everybody would benefit. Yeah, there's never been a more important time for everybody to come together and learn the best science and protocols and be exposed to the best products and be inspired to raise healthy, free families because you know, our families are being uh, devastated these last many years. And as you mentioned, we have something for everybody. It's uh, four days for this one. The uh, first two days are for the functional medical doctors, for the chiropractors, for the nurses, and also for the autism, neurodevelopmental disorder, and vaccine injury recovery. Education day, we have a private day for health freedom leaders around the world. And then everybody comes together with the public on the weekend for Saturday and Sunday. And it's just an amazing place to come for uh, fellowship and to meet lifelong friends, get support. and. Robert, there's uh, three rules I want all, all of your listeners to know, uh, to see if they're qualified to come. And you might have uh, touched upon this a little bit. Mm -hmm. One is there's no censorship. Number two is there's no masking and there's no distancing. So if anybody can comply with that, they can come yeah. and it will far surpass their expectations. Yes, I love that. Beautiful parameters to, uh, with which our audience would be all in on and is all in on. And I know many of our uh, audience is, is planning to attend as well. And, uh, uh, I remember I was able to brought you hooked me up so I could broadcast, uh, from, from the event as well. Are we going to do that again? Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. You, uh, had so many amazing guests on the show and, um, you know, it really was, uh, very, uh, productive and exciting for everyone. Well, I want the world to be there, even if they can't be there, you know what I'm saying? To be able to broadcast from the event, to show people what it's like, it's, it's so important to get over. If anybody is out there still afraid of coming together, I don't know if they are not in this audience so much, but we reach more people all of the time because of the censorship. That's the irony. The more they try to censor us and ban us, the more people are interested in what's going on. In the same sense, what you're bringing together are a lot of folks that are not afraid. They're not living in fear. They're moving forward and educating, informing my friends from nutritional frontiers are going to be there, uh, which is awesome. 
you know, Jamie Dorley and the gang. Uh, so, you know, there are good people that are passionate about uh, what they do and are also grounded in good science and validation, too. Uh, so it's fun to get together with people of like minds and learn from each other and teach each other. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're going to get the truth. Um and uh, we're not going to cover it up. And so, you know, people want that. That's why they're listening to your show. Um, that's why they're, they're, they're seeking this information out. And one of the best things that I really love about these live events is just the connection that we have as well. Um, so, you know, it, we want you to listen in. We want you to listen to this show. But when you come and you're in person, it's electrifying. And um, there's nothing like being out to reach out and touch someone and hug and make those connections, lifelong friends and, uh, you know, and be together. We've had so much separation that's been um, really deliberate probably these last few years, right? Separating everyone, the masks separated us, the distancing separated us, closing our churches separated us, closing the schools did the same. So now it's time to come back together. It's the start of a new year, a new time. Uh, we'll come off the holidays, this joyous time, and be able to continue to celebrate together. So we're super excited, and we're so happy that you're going to be there. Yeah, I'm grateful, and shout out to my friends at Natural Immunogenics, Sovereign Silver, Sovereign Copper, or Genton 23, Seth and the family, uh, for helping make it possible as well. I uh, can't easily go everywhere, but, you know, it's great to have the help of good folks, good companies that are really empowering folks to get well and stay well. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, so we've got a lot coming up at the event there. And uh, it's a it's a bit of a reunion. There's health freedom type meetings as well going on. I mentioned the Nurse Freedom Network. Can you roll through some people that we might not know are going to be there? I know that uh, you guys messaged me from my good friend Casey Krejci's house for his birthday a couple of weeks ago or less now. And you were with another one of my dearest friends going back to my college days at Emory. And now he's a dean of a medical school, uh, Dr. Mark Chait. And you were hanging out comparing swimming notes, I understand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh, he wants to get back in and uh, compete with you. I, I know that. I think you could take him though. So, uh, Well, in freestyle sprint, yes. But he was, I remember he was a good at the breaststroke back at uh, college days. So uh, I don't know. Yes, you know, we have um, Dr. Peter McCullough uh, coming, who's a board certified cardiologist, epidemiologist, internist, master's in public health, who's the most published medical doctor in the world on treating uh, COVID and the protocols. And uh, he'll be there just sharing the latest and newest science. Everybody knows someone that, you know, might be suffering with uh, long haul COVID. And, you know, so we're going to have um, you know, so many doctors there that will be sharing the, the, the best protocols that work. We're going to have everybody's favorite, um, Dr. Judy Mikovits there. And uh, she's just um, on fire to sharing the truth and, and the science. Um, you know, it just goes on and on and on of all of the great uh, doctors and uh, experts. And, you know, so anyone out there that's searching for the best information protocols to improve their family's health to, um, and also people that want to be a leader and uh, get the, the latest science and feel confident and empowered to stand up and share the truth. Um, you know, that's the place to find out. Well, as far as the uh, chiropractic community as well, you have uh, CEUs or whatever for that group. And uh, I saw on the poster, is it, is Billy DeMoss going to be there? Do you know? We have Billy DeMoss scheduled for the uh, chiropractors on Friday and also okay. for the public on Sunday. 
And we have 18 CE hours for the chiropractors. We have upwards of 20 hours for the CME hours for the medical doctors, the CME hours for the nurses. So we'll be providing all of that. And, um, you know, it's just uh, one uh, headliner and featured speaker after the next. I'm telling you that it's an all-star cast. And I I, I just can't wait to see everybody that's going to be joining us there uh, that uh, for those four days. And I don't even know when I'm speaking yet. Do you have me on the calendar schedule somewhere there? Yeah, we're um... absolutely. We're not going to let you slip away. So you are on. <laughs> and we'll have to look up. I don't remember which I think day. It's Saturday. Okay. Saturday. Okay. Friday and Saturday. I think you're speaking to the functional medical mm-hmm. doctors and the public. Okay, sweet. All right. So I got to prep now for that just to be sure. Uh, I've been on, on the road like crazy. And it's been an interesting thing coming back into the traveling uh, season over the fall, including, you know, which was your event that we had to cancel. Uh, or not cancel, but postpone till now. So hopefully uh, all those folks that we're going to attend there are going to now. I, I realize scheduling is is a, is a big deal. And it was a miracle that you guys were able to do that even. I'm just so pleased that it could happen. It was nine months, yeah, of, nine months of work going into it. And I figured, oh, it's just the only date the hotel could give us to reschedule was that time. We still have uh, speakers and uh, attendees that are displaced and a lot of damage. and But it was like a... An, a creating a whole nother year long uh, conference in, in a couple of months. So it was very difficult, but you know, we can't uh, wait to see your presentation. Um, you know, you've prepped your whole life for this. You're ready. We'll just put you on stage and, and you're ready to go. And I know you're going to wow the audience just like you did last time. I just want, you know, uh, to, to make sure everything's working beautifully. I want to see this succeed. You know that. And uh, just so enjoy the opportunity to come together like this from time to time. And I know that uh, it's good to be home too, from time to time as well, but you're on a mission. We're all driven to do, to, to, to bring people together, to empower them, to learn from each other, as well as those in these uh, professions that require additional CMEs, CEUs, et cetera, to provide an opportunity in a wonderful environment to do that. And again, I know that it's cold right now in Florida, but I think maybe in a couple of weeks when we're together or less, it, it'll be, it'll be a little bit warmer, probably a lot bit warmer as it normally would be. So that's going to be great. So let's see. Uh, did you have any uh, commentary on the whole Fauci? And we were warning us about 2023, a progressive anti-science era. Have we entered or is it he's spearheading it like I think? <laughs> you know, um, you know, we were always told trust the science and data from the beginning that Dr. Fauci and the government were telling us and the uh, in the fake health news media and the corrupt politicians and, um, you know, everything they've told us since the beginning has been a complete lie. And, you know, Dr. Fauci is the number one medical advisor to the president of the United States who keeps telling everyone, get the vaccine so you can not catch it and not give it to anyone and not transmit it. So, you know, he's ushering in the era of um, anti-science and, you know, one of my pet peeves is we keep hearing, you know, people in the news and all around talking about over a million people have died. And, you know, we failed to learn that, you know, this was the first time in history that we've counted deaths by people that died with something and not from something, you know, even people that died from car accidents or gunshots or, or heart attacks, um, you know, still accounted as COVID deaths. So, the real number of COVID deaths is less than 100,000 if you look at just the people that died from the ideology of, of COVID. So we have to get you know rid of this whole um, 
you know, uh, you know, farce yeah. of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the magnitude of the COVID. So, and, yeah. you know, and that was just the beginning when they did that. There's no end in sight to the freedoms they want to take away from us and the pharmaceutical products they want to inject into our kids. So all of us must get educated, get awake, stand up, speak out, and be able to take back our country's health and freedoms because our children's future is at stake. Yeah, well, absolutely. And raising your kids in an environment where the government has targeted them for uh, injury, much less death. And I grant you that most people that engage in uh, a lot of these things uh, like vaccinations have not the intent to cause harm and death. They might be what we call true believers, but it really is true believers in a cult of medicine, not a science like we're presenting the things that are going to happen at, at your event where we're actually, you know, whether it's a Judy Mikovits who's rooted in science as, as much as anybody on the planet or others that point out the Fauci-isms, if you will, are not, in fact, rooted in science. They're rooted in a, a political and economic agenda. And that is often stifling of the things that we all try to do. In fact, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the uh, FDA trying to reclassify homeopathic drugs to eliminate them. Now, we acknowledge it's not going to happen overnight, but if you don't push back and step up for that freedom, that will also go away. And where would it end? Would it end there? Would they find a way to reclassify all herbs as drugs? Would they have find a way to reclassify all mineral supplements as drugs? There's a point where you have to, as you know, make that line in the sand, not so you keep moving the line, but they they need to know that we're not budging. In fact, if, you, if they keep pushing us, we, we can and will push back. But they succeed when they feel like we're bluffing, like we are the ones afraid, but they're really the ones afraid. They just have the bluster to perceive and their media friends, all of that to make them seem like they're a big dragon when really they're that proverbial paper tiger. Yeah, that's so well said. And that's exactly what's happening. And I think people are fed up at this point and that's why they are pushing back and they do um, you know, they are saying enough's enough. And, um, and when will this end? how far away, how many of our rights are they going to continue to strip away? And, and how much indoctrination are they doing of our children? Um, taking us to the point where uh, our kids are, are convinced uh, turning against their parents and convinced that what the state says is, is proper and right and being afraid of everything and living for that. So Parents are are ready, you know, to push back, to hear the truth, um, hear right information, and um, I think they've had enough. So that was, you know, they've they've kind of shown their hand a little bit too much, and um, people are ready to ready to take back control. I like what you said, uh, Robert. That mm-hmm. um, you know we need to be vigilant because you know they'll just take as many rights away as as possible. You know, many of our, our, our people, even we know, think, well, once the masks are off, you know, which they're coming back on again in many places that, you know, pretty much we're back to normal. But the people that are responsible for this need to be held accountable and they need to be brought to justice. And we need to make sure that they are never in another position of leadership again so they can do this to another person or child mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. Uh, Well, amen to that. And that's the thing. By coming together, we gain strength from one another. By separating and dividing, we weaken ourselves, including our microbiomes. 
You know, it's interesting. Studies are coming out how the health of children has declined, not only emotionally, but they're more vulnerable from an immunological perspective because they had little to no interaction with their friends in the outside world, which is to strengthen us. But if we would believe Fauci and the germ theory fear mongers, the very act of being alive and breathing amongst each other is, you know, indicative of how we bring death to one another. It's so anti-God. It's anti-life. It's anti-love. It's anti-everything that makes being alive wonderful and so important. Yeah, Robert, I'm glad you brought that up because that's so true. And, um, you know, what we need to teach and have people realizing is how to take back control of their health, that everything is inside of you, that you need to be healthy. We just need to make sure that we're able to tap into that potential. And that happens from um, making the right steps when you're pregnant to how we deliver our babies, to how we nurse them, um, what we put choose to put in or not allowed to be injected into our bodies, the food that we eat, the supplements that we may need to take, all these things that we do to create health within our bodies. And so um, when people attend um, in January, that's what they're going to be hearing from these experts. Uh, how can we not maintain, but get back to and excel and exceed in being as healthy as we can be? And in that next generation, and having our kids be able to do that as well. So, you know, as chiropractors, we talk about a healthy spine and nervous system because that controls um, how your, your entire body is working and functioning. We'll have experts there in all these different fields presenting and being able to, um, to bring that information. And I don't wanna pass by the opportunity to say also that we have this amazing expo and all of these different um, you know, you had a cardio miracle and we, we have Seth and our jump 23 there and we have um, nutritional frontiers and all these different companies that are able to share with people so many technologies and, and information of how they can utilize different things to to overcome and um, and to be able to not just maintain. I don't like that word, but like really optimize every aspect of your health and wellness. Well, we talk about it, you, you guys, in, you know, in chiropractic, the vital force, the innate intelligence, the free flow of that vitality. That is, when we think of maintenance, you know, you think, well, that's substandard. We want to just be glowing, you know, and have more energy. And, and I've been asked this. In fact, you know, when I was out in Southern California with my wife and daughter, I was uh, meeting with a, a family who runs a, a particular business or interested in hiring my daughter because of her artistic talents. And it was fascinating to meet. Very wonderful. They're all from Laos and Vietnam different um, uh, culture and everything, but they were very intrigued by these holistic healing modalities, which I've been espousing for decades now as well. And, and, you know, the, I think there was a, one question is like, how do you define health? And, and I, I pretty much like, I, I think I brought some chiropractic into this thing because it was like the free flow of the vital force. In other words, the vital force flowing around you, in you, out of you, through you, all of that without encumbrance. That to me is a, a better definition of health than I don't have a symptom, right? You know, because, you know, in life there are symptoms, even with the vital force flowing, because it's a communication tool that tells you, hey, this has gone on. You got an injury, you're, you've got a wound, something. It's a communication thing. So it isn't the absence of symptoms, but it's the free flow, the unencumbered free flow of the, the life force. Uh, if you want to call it the force and go Star Wars on me, that's fine. But innate intelligence for you guys of the DC variety. Yes, you understand. I mean, the body is programmed to heal. It knows how to heal. It wants to heal. It's just that, you know, you need a nervous system free of interference so the body can work at 100% to 
optimize its abilities and to adapt to the environment. And, you know, the body knows what to do and it can thrive and be healthy. And this is so important for our children from when they're born to grow up with this um, opportunity. And, you know, the big difference between the allopathic system of covering up and masking symptoms and the, the wellness holistic chiropractic approach is to get to the root cause and to remove the impediments and the obstacles, and then let the body do what it's designed to do. Exactly. Super Don, if you don't mind, put up uh, the, uh, the event itself. We have it in the show notes today, the 23rd of December, 2022. Uh, this is a big, big day here where the, the light's coming back. We just hit past the winter solstice in the Northern hemisphere and bringing the light and the truth back. And this is the event. If you scroll down at robertscottbell.com today, show notes, you'll see also the functional medicine summit and expo, the, um, there's a pediatric chiropractic conference with CEs, the freedom, the nurse freedom, uh, the American freedom nurses summit, and then the autism recovery track. There are a number of tracks here. And this is like, I don't know how people will be able to go and see all of it, but it's always a challenge, but be there to be able to communicate and interact with one another Hear these amazing speakers. For those of you that need CEUs and CMEs, you now have access to that as well. And uh, you will be really, I believe, uplifted and better for it by, by joining us there at this wonderful event. And doctors Terry and Stu Warner are really passionate about doing this. And so I'm just, again, thrilled to be a part of it. And I'm, I'm grateful to see a lot of our friends, as you show there, Peter McCullough, Judy Mikovits, Dr. Christina Parks, Dr. Jordan Vaughn is going to be there. I'll be there, Dr. Paul Alexander. Man, it's a great, great, no, I can't even go through all of them. There's so many great speakers that are going to be there with us. Uh, is Casey Krejci coming? You guys were hanging out for his birthday. We're we going to see yes, Casey. Uh, Casey Krejci will be there. There's people that aren't even listed on here that are coming, such as Dr. Uh, Richard Orso, Dr. Ryan Cole, Dr. James. Um, There's Casey. I see uh, him. Orp yep. is coming. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be amazing. The nurses program is going to be very special. If there's any nurses are out there, because uh, nurses have been, you know, uh, cheered and appreciated, and then they became essential, and then they became vilified, and then they were fired. And so a lot of nurses are looking to reinvent themselves and learn more, more holistic protocols and entrepreneur opportunities. So the nurses program is going to be very special. They have such a heart to help people. And now they'll find new avenues to do that. The, um, you know, anyone that has a, on the autism spectrum, neurodevelopmental disorder issues, you'll have Judy Mikovits there. Dr. James Neuenschwander, in my estimation, is the number one medical doctor in the world to help, um, you know, these children recover and optimize their health. Um, anyone that um, has had a vaccine injury, um, there's going to be protocols for them. And, and I, my feeling is anyone that's ever received a vaccine in their entire life has been injured. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter if they have been able to detox or if they're expressing symptoms or not. But everyone's injured by the vaccines. Yeah. Well, and also the opportunity, as I mentioned, to interact and integrate these ideas and, and even to have discussions and debate. As you said, you're not censoring people. Not everybody agrees with everything that happens, even at these conferences, and nor should they. I think that's part of life. That's part of the important way that actually science has moved forward, so to, so to speak, because we're engaging and discussing and learning from one another. And so the opportunity to really expand now, people that don't want to learn, oh, you can stay home, but we're all going to get together. I don't, I don't think this audience is that. We all want to learn and, and, and do better. So, again, thrilled about what you're putting on. It's not an easy thing to do. And uh, uh, Susie Corgan, gonna, she's going to help us out there. She's amazing. 
She's a dynamo. She'll be there. She'll also be on the uh, autism program sharing uh, some great information and she'll be around for everybody to say hello to and great. just great fellowshipping and everybody comes together. There's VIP tickets available still. And, um, you know, you leave there with such a great feeling knowing that, you, you know, you got more than you thought you would when you came. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Really awesome. So, uh, I don't know what else to say other than are there tickets still available if people haven't yet gotten their tickets? Absolutely. Um, people can go to wellnessparenting.info and you'll be able to pull everything up there. You'll see all the programs. Um, the reason it's four days is because we have the Thursday and Friday program for the chiropractors and the medical doctors um, before the weekend program so that everything goes back to back, the nurses program same and the autism day. So the nurses will be there Thursday, Friday and for the weekend and the autism day on Friday and then the weekend. So people can stay and get just all of this information here from one speaker after the next and it just gets better and better. So we're really excited. I just love hearing, um, you know, the, the feedback and testimonials after the fact. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I think you just said it, but, you know, people may come thinking they're getting one thing and they get so much more. Um, yeah. So it's, um, it's like waking up Christmas morning and opening all of the, the presents and um, yet you get the gift of salvation. So, you know, it's just good, good, good. Everything's good. So we're really excited about it. And um, it's going to be a great time. Tickets are still available. So you see that website there and uh, come and join us. You'll be glad you did. Wellnessparenting.info. It's linked up in the upcoming events tab of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, can't wait to see you guys. It's coming up in the in the new year. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah to everybody. And, and uh, you guys are going to rock it. And we'll be there rocking it with you. Awesome. Can't wait. We can't wait. All right. That's Drs. Terry and Stu Warner. Right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, our pals, and we're uh, looking forward to the new year to kick it off in high healing style, as we say. And that's going to be coming up before you know it. Blinking, it's here. It would have already happened except for the hurricanes. So that gave us more to anticipate and look forward to. And uh, the more you connect with these folks, the more you make great friendships. They become family out there. And it's just an exciting time uh, to be alive. You know, I know that a lot of people focus on negativity. We don't do that here, even though we'll acknowledge challenges that are very real. We don't. Uh, we're not afraid to talk about those things, but always taking it to a perspective. And my favorite feedback, especially from new folks that, that find the Robert Scott Bell show, are like, wow, I watched your show and man, I felt good afterwards. I didn't feel like defeated and scared. And I, I'm like, I'm really, and, and for me, that's what I had to do for my own sake. Now I think about how I do this show with super Don, of course, two hours a day, six days a week. If like, if all I was doing was talking about negative, scary stuff with no options, out and through and around all that I'd be bummed out. I wouldn't want to listen to that. So thank you for the feedback and you uh, keep us on that, on that path. If, if you don't super Don will, and if he doesn't, my wife will. And if they don't, maybe Terry and Stu will call me and go, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> so we'll all get together soon. Check it out. Show notes there at robertscottbell.com. Super Don, we got a lot of what questions of the day coming up and everything comments that we haven't gotten to. There's a load of stuff. if we can catch up on this one. This is from Jonna T. She says, hello, RSB and Super Don. I recently heard that taking licorice root before ingesting alcohol or acetaminophen can help to protect your liver. 
I understand that it's tricky to give out medical claims for natural substances, but the source I heard from is pretty reputable. And I just want to get your take on it since you are my homeopathic guru. I, I always think that's funny. I mean, I'm not trying to be anybody's guru, but I get the sense of it. I'm just, I, I take it lightheartedly. I like to bring the power you to know, you. know, it wouldn't be the first time that uh, oh, yeah, really? somebody has said you're the homeopathic guru there. That is not my beard. I can't do a beard like, much less a mustache like that. You know, that's not me. <laughs> Anyway, it's fun. I have proof. See? Yeah, not so yeah. proofy. But anyway, to be honest, uh, let's see, Jonna says, I'm probably going to imbibe this holiday weekend, and I will take any help I can get to support my liver. I hope both of your families are enjoying the season so far. Thank you so much for your trusted input. Well, Jonna, it's a very valid question because you're right. This is the season where a lot of people will indulge and imbibe at holiday parties and things. And um, I was there many, many years ago. That's not what I do anymore. And, and wherever you are, I'm not being judgy, but we also talk about ways to reduce the danger, the influence, and also maybe break the cycle if it, it becomes an addiction, which then becomes obviously very dangerous. Now, I don't know if you remember Super Don some years ago, not, I don't know how many years, not too long ago, but Jonathan Emord, our good friend, uh, he is, uh, by the way, if you haven't checked out Emord for VA, Emord, E-M-O-R-D-F-O-R-V-A.com. He's got an exploratory committee to run for the United States Senate out of Virginia to beat Tim Kaine two years hence, and he'll run, he'll win. But he has an explore, it's exploratory committee, but you guys support him. But years ago, not again, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. It's hard to remember at this point. A lot of stuff we've, we've been through. He was hired by a pharmaceutical firm out of India. Yes, India. And they had tested, scientifically proven that they utilized uh, I don't know, it was two or three or so ingredients, additives that were all natural. Do you remember this? Is this what you, you just found this out, Super D? I did, yep. Okay, so this was the story. Uh, yeah, Harsha Chigarapati. And he was he hired Emord and Associates to, to tackle this because uh, the FTC, the FDA, everybody was against this guy. What did he do? He had the audacity to develop something you could add into alcohol so that when people drank it, it didn't harm their liver or nearly as much. It was protective. And that included a licorice derivative, if I remember correctly. So, Jana, you're on to something. And, then, you know, the, the, the difficulty here is going, oh, now the Robert Scott Bell Show is endorsing alcoholism. No, that's not <laughs> any, any more than Jonathan yeah. Emord was endorsing drinking because Jonathan Emord doesn't drink alcohol. Right. But as an attorney, he's a First Amendment freedom of speech constitutional guy. And he said, look, I don't drink, but you, what you've developed is quite innovative, and it should be in the market to pro provide a safety mechanism for those that do indulge to not be as harmed by it. And that's a good thing. But the FTC, the FDA, they fought tooth and nail. I mean, just did not want this to be out there. Now, guess who was really fighting it? The alcohol companies. Mm -hmm. The companies that produce alcohol, beer, wine, all kinds of liquor, you know, well, it doesn't matter. They were fighting it because, my gosh, there would be an unfair competitive advantage for any of these alcohol companies that decided to add these ingredients oh, yeah. into their Dude, final. Dude, think about the marketing on that, right? Do you yeah. want the alcohol that could give you liver failure? Or would you rather have this alcohol that will protect your liver? How many? I mean, I, come on. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So, you know? to yeah. me recognizing I'm not a fan of, of imbibing, indulging, or certainly overdoing it, but acknowledging my own history. There was a time where I did consume alcohol and I just don't now, I don't judge people that do. That's not my point, but I am a healer first and foremost. And what I try to 
bring out to the world. So if there's something that can help your liver, that's my starting point in homeopathy. You know, doing the homeopathic liver drainage remedies that I talk about in the uh, Clinical Homeopathy 101 Plus lecture on demand through Trinity School of Natural Health. And by the way, lock in the 2022 prices now for the NH, uh, CNHP and CHHP program starting January 9th of 2023. Um, go to trinityschool.org and sign up right away and get, get plugged in at 2022 prices. But the lecture on demand, I talk about that. Liver, 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 liver. It's all liver. And, and what can you do? Of course, uh, we know about glutathione production. We know that Tylenol reduces glutathione production. We know that alcohol depresses it. And if you can utilize these substances, and this question from Jana is one of those angles on it, that you can minimize some of the damage. This is not an endorsement of acetaminophen or alcohol. Again, I have to say that constantly and probably for my own <laughs> myself. There are some people. There are potentially some people that would be like, Robert Scott Bell said. Yeah, I know. Just like yeah. Jonathan Emord wants everybody to drink, but healthy alcohol, right? No, that's right. not the point. The point is freedom. And if you have an innovation, why can't you bring it into the marketplace in America of all places? But the liquor, uh, what do you call them? Uh, what is it? Yeah, propaganda that comes out and they officially they go and, and uh, lobby government, the liquor lobby. That's what we call that. And they went, oh, we can't have this because now they, in order for them to compete, they're likely going to have to buy this ingredient or series of ingredients to add to their liquor to say, we have a safer form of alcohol, but they don't want the FDA says, oh, we don't want the safer form of alcohol. We would rather have people dying from liver disease. That shows you how much the FDA really cares about your health. It was about protecting an industry, much like the FDA protects the what? The pharmaceutical church, the industrial complex, not the health of the American people. Now, selenium is number one on my list as far as liver. Chromium is right there as minerals. These are things that are going to be essentially helpful. There are many herbs. They're Ayurvedic and, and, and you know, uh, American, Native American West. There's all kinds of things that can help the liver. But, yes, specifically the licorice uh, or licorice compounds were also able to help in that regard. Now, in order to convert glutathione, for those of you who know about glutathione, into the active state, the glutathione peroxidase, the active form, you need selenium. So selenium would be something I wouldn't ignore. And I would do a lot more if you're out there doing some little indulgence in alcohol, if you don't have access to some of the things we're talking about, or Jonna has just learned about. So I'm going to leave it there for now, but yes, there is legitimacy to that, Jonna. And if you want to send a link to where you found that out, we can see if it's the same thing that we covered a few years back. All right. Super D, what do we got here? Uh, question of the day from Yolanda is coming up. Is that it? Yeah, I see it. Hi, Robert. Yes. Super Don. What are your thoughts on vaccines for puppies? For puppies. puppies. My daughter wants to take her puppy to get his shots today, like for Parvo and whatever else they do. Yolanda. Well, if I had a puppy, I would keep them far, far away from vaccinating um, um, veterinarians. I might consider taking them to someone like, um, let's see, Pasco Vet, Marlene Siegel. Marlene Siegel. And she knows how to do homeoprophylaxis where we do the homeopathic nozodes in place of the vaccination. I know that's sacrosanct. You can't say that. I don't sell them or anything. I'm not a veterinarian doctor, so I'm not, you know, uh, under the auspices of some kind of license, a permission slip from the government that they can revoke. I mean, they'd like to revoke our, our freedom of speech. You know that. To even give you the option that, yes, there are other ways to deal with it. And by the way, utilizing homeopathy for parvo and or silver, Bioactive silver hydrosol, we've seen puppies that were on death's door from Parbo and saved. Obviously, you need to keep them hydrated as such, but it is not impossible to, if it's if it's caught early enough, that they don't die from Parvo, even if they, you know, the vaccine, whether it has efficacy or not, it's still a, a vaccine and everything else that artificially is com coming into play and inject, injected, et cetera. 
So, you know, these are some very real considerations, Yolanda, for for little kittens, cats, and dogs. I, as a homeopath and as a, a, I just say someone, what I believe, try to lead with common sense, say, the idea of injecting toxic components, antigens, and or now mRNA to facilitate an immune response, specifically an antibody, is neither necessary and it may not even be beneficial by doing this artificially to the strengthen, strengthening of anybody's immune system, including a puppy puppy dog. And I don't want to see a lot of dead puppies, and you've, you've seen that from Parvo, if you, if you know puppies. That, that's deadly. kills them fast. But between the homeopathy, silver, we've had success over the years, and maybe you know of some other things. So if you can avoid it. Otherwise, if they're traditional vaccinations, make sure you have the remedies for vaccinosis on hand, including Thujoxidentalis and uh, Silicea, and there are others. There are complex formulas as well you can find out about. There's a clinical homeopathy course uh, uh, that's given also in addition to my lecture on demand uh, for um, uh, Trinity School of Natural Health as well. I think that's sponsored by Desbio. So, uh, look, I can't tell you to get them or not get them. I know that the laws and da, 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 all it goes. But for me, how have animals survived millennia without vaccines? Just like humans. How have we done it? Oh, well, no, there were no humans that lived until Jenner came up with his cowpox vaccine. Yeah, what, a, what an astute not observation that is. <laughs> it's outrageous. So look for a homeoprophylaxis and keep them uh, healthy and hydrated on clean species-appropriate diets as well. And you can navigate that terrain without them. That's my opinion. Just my opinion. All right. You check it out. Now we got uh, Danell. What is the best way to get rid of biofilm in the mouth? We meant to get this last week or a few days ago and uh, the travel mm-hmm. trips and all the schedule. We couldn't get to this question. Biofilm in the mouth. And this doesn't occur from chewing on uh, old Kodak film. That's not what we're talking about. Biofilms. We'll get into that. It occurred as a result of dental surgery implant. The biofilm appears to be on the roof of the mouth and symptoms appear to be those of fungus candida. The dentist said to take antibiotics, but I've read that antibiotics don't remove biofilm. They don't penetrate a lot of the biofilm. That's true. Uh, She says, uh, Danelle says, I took some antibiotics early on, but stopped since I didn't think they would do anything. Yeah, Danelle, good intuition there. Uh, The bioactive silver hydrosol is, is more than adequate and up to the task because the electrical charge... The uh, silver ions carry, you remove an electron, you have a positive charge, now you have a positive effect. We've utilized them in the body and topically, et cetera, to break through biofilms safely. Uh, Oxygen therapies, ozone, um, hydrogen peroxide, all of these things have uh, adequate efficacy as well, if you know how to use them. And the uh, thing that they call MMS, you guys remember that miracle mineral solution, um, that's so controversial, they say chlorine dioxide or whatever, Uh, they claim, oh, it's bleach, it's not bleach. That's another method by which you can penetrate biofilms as well. And even if you're aware of the essential oils that are available to you, if you know how to safely use them, even internally, you can swish and swirl. There are many people that use essential oils in mouth or dental care, oral health care. That can also penetrate biofilms. So there's many ways to address it without resorting to toxic chemo, a.k.a. antibiotics. And so I'm happy to, you know, Danelle, let you know the good news. At the very least, swish, swish and swirl the bioactive Silver hydrosol. If you suspect parasites and or fungal species, as you said, yeast, we now have the bioactive copper hydrosol as well, the sovereign copper, which has the copper one and copper two for immediate impact on uh, biofilms as well. And that can be driven into the gut with the aloe vera for addressing the biofilms that are often coating the lining of the the gastrointestinal tract, which means malabsorption, all kinds of uh, strange growths 
that shouldn't be there are happening. And so this is why I wrote Unlock the Power to Heal with Ty Bollinger, to bring that power to heal back to you where it belongs. Now, there's a lot more to talk about here, and I don't know if I have time this hour. Let me see if I missed anything. We had Stu and Terry Warner on. Just as a reminder, I'd love to see you in Orlando the 5th through the 8th of January. That's a great place to go. Even if you're in England, can come on over. If, you, if they let you in without the jab, of course. That's so annoying. My country makes you get jabbed if you're not part of the country to come in. Is that true still? I know Canada is lost. A lot of the, the world has been lost to these jabs. A lot of people have been harmed. But next hour, we have a first-time guest that is not only speaking about it, but he's singing about it. And I want to learn about his backstory. Why? How is he doing this? This is great. Ramis Freeman coming from the United Kingdom. And uh, we have some links to him in the show notes. Of, or I'm really excited to have him on. And I couldn't I couldn't do justice to the title the way he would say it. Don't tech the vaccines. I'm just like, <laughs> average white dude, not so good at this. But I would, I, I would jam with him and love to sing this. And I love the fact that he's reaching out to the kids. Great, great. Uh, uh, you know, if there's ever a good cause is protecting kids legitimately, not uh, by jabbing them with things that can kill them. All right, let's see what else we got here as we wrap up this hour. Remember, uh, Nutritional Frontiers has their 12 days of Christmas sale, uh, 20% off. You can get an additional 15% off with the code RSB15. And I think today is the last day of it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, or through the 25th, but they're not going to be there probably after Friday. It's the 23rd. Christmas Sunday? Come on. Get your orders in today. And uh, use the code RSB15. Use it for the CBD that we love so much. Certified organic, U.S. grown as well. Uh, again, shout out to all of those. And if you're dealing with uh, uh, cravings over the holidays, get some Crave Kicker. K-R-E-V. Kicker. Crave Kicker. K-R-A-V. Did I say it wrong? You said EV. That would be Creve Kicker. Yeah, no, don't do Creve Kicker. That could be hard. <laughs> Crave Kicker is what you want. <laughs> See, I'm barely back in studio and I can't spell anymore. Wow. So, and nicotine addiction naturally. Enjoy a healthy new year. Up until January 5th, there's a 15% discount with the code RSP15. Super Don, you've been getting some dopamine uh, boosts and lifts with this. I, I haven't tried I'm, yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm still testing it out. And okay. I'm impressed with what I've seen so far, but I'll give a full report after I'm, I'm satisfied that I've done everything. One thing right. I did discover over the last yeah. few days, mm -hmm. you know, he, uh, he increased the, uh, the amount in it a while back. And it's like, it's like, like a, the velvet bean, the active ingredient. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and you know, me being who I am, I had to try yeah. two instead of, of one course, just because, of I, you know, I just wanted to see, uh, you don't want to do that. All right. I think I got you back. I just, yeah, uh, you don't want, you don't want to take two. Just take no, don't, one. One is enough. I tried. I tried. My son did but, it. He was having some stress at work this week. Cause he, mm -hmm. he got the shipment when we were gone. He's like, tried it. And then, like the next day he's like, yeah, I think it's working. I think I'm feeling yeah. better about it. No, it's definitely a mood lifter. It helps yeah. with concentration. And I, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm enjoying it. Seriously, if you're still addicted to nicotine, smoking, vaping, and want to help. I can see why it would work, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that. check that out. And loads of other things. And Folium PX, we had a great uh, broadcast Wednesday from Mexico when I was there. And uh, we learned of some great healing stories. I love the story of the woman from Israel and her voice coming back. That was amazing. Uh, FoliumPX.com, they got a 10% code, uh, RSB10. If you want to start on that. My mom even wrote me and she says her energy's better. She's sleeping better. And she's what, 87, 88 now, mom? Good Lord. She's going to be, we're going to be together in February at the Next Steps Conference in Atlanta, uh, celebrating my birthday, but her birthday is January 29th. And uh, love that uh, Babri is taking care of mom with the Folium PX. So that's it. Let's take a pause, an educational break at the top of the hour. 
And uh, again, brand new guest, very excited to meet him, uh, Ramis Freeman from the United Kingdom, talking about very bold and direct songs to impact the lives of children and adults around the world for the better, to avoid the in, the inevitable danger of those injections of the mRNA variety. God bless him for doing that. We got that and a whole lot more coming up on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thanks again to Drs. Terry and Stu Warner. Check out the event coming up in January in Orlando. And with that, it's a reminder. We're back in just a moment, and the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, crank it up as we're uh, wrapping up the uh, calendar year. Honestly, a little early. Uh, we've got some uh, things that are happening next week on the Robert Scott Bell Show, and that includes the AMA for all of our patron supporters, including we've got some in uh, Scotland. Right, Ramdan knows who he is, and uh, really cool people around the world that join us for our monthly AMAs. This one coming up is the twenty seventh of December, and it'll be seven p.m. Eastern Time, U.S. Uh, Four o'clock Pacific. And we're got, it's going to be a celebration. It's going to be like a Christmas Hanukkah party combined off the hooks, man. And, uh, we're, we're going to uh, be giving away a lot of good, good stuff. And even some of our patron supporters are going to be giving some things out. We, we just have a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, and Ramis is going to join us momentarily. Ramis Freeman, just tilt your camera down. If it's uh, attached to your, uh, uh, computer, there you go. Now we're full, full with Ramis. We're going to have him on from England. And if you haven't checked it out, sneak preview, go to the Robert Scott Bell show notes today, robertscottbell.com you can actually watch and listen and enjoy what he's doing. And it's talking about, you know, artists that uh, not only have a heart, but have a mind and they're using it for good to help people and especially kids empower them. Our lead story this hour, before we bring Ramis into the mix, and it's a good one uh, from the defender, our friends at children's health defense, the headline reads six non-compliance strategies for protecting kids and teens in 2023. And by the end of this hour, you're going to say there should be a seventh, and that will include Ramis Freeman's music. You'll understand why if you don't know yet. Check it out. So since 2020, parents have had to contend with incredibly brazen efforts by government, schools, foundations, big tech, big pharma, and others to hijack, injure, or destroy children's minds and bodies. Here are some strategies. I'm just going to go through them real quickly here. And the first one on the list is how about choosing homeschooling? Now, I think in Germany, it's against the law to homeschool, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but in America, it's not, and it may be the only out you have, like in California and New York, to not get mandatory jabs for kids, for instance. And so homeschool is on the rise, thankfully, and it doesn't mean a lack of socialization for children. That's a big lie. Most of the homeschooling kids I've met in my lifetime are the most well-adjusted and able to interact in groups and with adults, in fact, in a, in a very mature manner. And there's a lot of homeschool groups that get together. So there's no lack of socialization and sports and all that good stuff. So get past that. And by the way, pick up some of the Tuttle Twins books so you can help teach these kids about freedom so they don't fall prey to collectivism and communism as a, as a means to go forward. Uh, number two on the list, stop the poisoning. Now, they said earlier this month, more than a third of parents surveyed, 35% up from less than a fourth, questioned school vaccine mandates. As I said, we're astonished by this, but happy too. Because all the years I've been doing this show, we're about to enter my 24th year of broadcasting. There might have been a one, two, or 3% of the population that had any questions at all about vaccines. 
long before there were mRNA shots. To have 35% in a mainstream survey say, yep, I got some questions about it. We couldn't have accomplished that thanks to Anthony Fauci, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the US FDA, Health Canada, you name it. Yeah, all of them, they are the ones that contributed to what we call vaccine hesitancy or obstinacy, which is common sense at this point. And so stop poisoning your kids. There is no such thing as a poison that is good for you at poisonous levels. You can't poison people back to health is my argument. You might have a different argument, but I'm saying, yeah, reduce it at the very least. Uh, Third on the list, reducing screen time. That seems to be a no-brainer when we talk about kids that are not well-adjusted. And that's the funny thing. Maybe not so funny. Think about all the kids that are going to regular school now. They're back in school. How much screen time do they get at school rather than real genuine interaction? And you'll say, well, the homeschooling uh, community is probably a little bit more adept at saying, let's, let's turn off the screen and get out there and learn from nature, for instance. So reducing screen time. Teach kids to use cash, not plastic. This is an important one. I taught my kids early on this concept by reading to them from Richard Mayberry's great book for kids, but adults will benefit as well. It's called Whatever Happened to Penny Candy? Whatever happened to Penny? In other words, candy, we used to cost a penny. Not that I'm endorsing candy, but you know what I'm saying? Whatever happened, it's about monetary policies and how we've destroyed money to where inflation is destroying your ability to do anything. And so you're begging for communism to come save you. It's not going to save you. It'll only enslave you further. So economic training, which is not happening in the regular schools. And then says, don't fall for the mental traps that the CDC is laying for you and your kids. Conflicts of interest, fake science. We talked about Fauci today promoting, oh, there's this progressive era of anti-science when Fauci has been leading the charge for anti-science for decades, denying any, any discussion, debate, argument, much less competing thoughts to be funded to show his agenda, the agenda that he's told what to do and say is wrong and dangerous and deadly. We got to get beyond that. And how about this one? Dr. Naomi Wolf coming from the left side of the political spectrum. We had her on the show. She was terrific. Stop financing the enemy. She went to Yale University, Ivy League. She's like, stop sending your kids to these places. Stop make, you know, they're, they're that's what I said. You send your kids to Marxist indoctrination camps, these schools, and you, you wonder why you lose your kids by the time they're out of school, much less high school. So stop it. Say no to the control grid, digital IDs, vaccine passports. That's it. Done. Over. You don't, you have no more rights if you acquiesce to these digital passports, these vaccine passports. And I'll wrap up this segment before we add the seventh thing to protect your kids in the year, the new year, 2023, with uh, the music of Ramis Freeman. In Kennedy's words, Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., JFK's nephew, he says, we can, we can say no to compliance with jabs for work. No to sending children to school with forced testing and masking. No to censored social media platforms. No to buying products from the companies bankrupting and seeking to control us. These actions are not easy, but living with the consequence of inaction would be far harder. By calling on our moral courage, we can stop this march towards a global police state. God bless you, Bobby Kennedy, and your integrity as well. And I say God bless our guest here is what I've seen and learned about him very quickly. But I'm very impressed. Ramis Freeman is on the Robert Scott Bell Show, joining us all the way from the UK. Uh, Ramis, have you always been from England or are you from Jamaica originally? I got to ask. I don't know. I'm Jamaican. Ah, yeah, man. Okay. All right. Now you're. <laughs> yeah, man. 
My best friend uh, in high school uh, who came to Atlanta from Jamaica with his family to get an education, I I was adopted into their family and I got to go to Jamaica many times, brought my family there. And so uh, I just uh, have a great love and affinity uh, for Jamaica and the people there based on my growing up and experience. So you obviously left Jamaica at what age to go to England? Um, I left about 20 years ago, you know. 20 years and were you always in music yeah. when you went to England or already prior to that in Jamaica? No, man, I'm born in, you know, the music thing, you know, born in, you know, just, um, it's just a natural thing. I never, I never really learned how to do music. Just, you know, just naturally the family, you know what I mean? I, and I'm surrounded by that. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, see, I see, I see a few tracks when I look at you. Cause I know that this music thing, apparently as I'm reading about you is, is not something you, always were doing in terms of recording artistry and things like you're doing now but i'm more intrigued even though i love the music side we're going to get to that with your passion and your willingness to stand against the authoritarians in england perhaps in jamaica too i know those are trying to say the only way forward is to just acquiesce to these jabs that you you (laughs) think about don't do it you know so tell me about how did you see through it all right this is why this is why i messaged your brother to let him because i wanted to let it get let me know a backstory because um yes a lot of people in america know who i am in canada but you know everybody in england know who i am mostly the freedom fighters and the children over here and stuff you know but it might my, my you can hear me yes you're doing great thank you all right so i'm gonna show you something yeah mm-hmm. you see this yes all right. So every if you're listening on the podcast later, he just showed his lower abdomen, but nothing that you can't show. <laughs> and you know, a line, a dark line, a vertical line there. What was that going? What was that? That's a big. That's a big scar in my stomach. Mm-hmm. So when I was when I was a teenager, I died. You, you know, a lot of people say they they die before and they see God and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, we call them NDEs or near death experiences. I had one when I was in sixth grade. What was yours? Yeah. I died when I was uh, when I was a teenager. I had appendix and it burst inside of me, and basically it started poisoning my body. So anything I touch, I couldn't feel anything. And then I, I just went and I see my life flash in front of me, and I see I see myself from I was a baby all the way back to that age. And I don't even have a picture when I was a baby. Hmm. And I said to God, I said, save my life and I will serve you. So I've got a dream. In, in January 2020, I sent my mother a video and I said, Mom, I, I, I got a video here still. I don't know if it's going to be able to show on the camera. And I said to my mother, I told my mother what is going to come. And she, she didn't believe me. And then February, I was in my bed and I said to my mother, I said, I said, I had a dream. I'm basically in the dream. It, it, it didn't even feel like a dream. It felt real. I was lifted up off the bed. And I was surrounded by a big light. And in the light, there's a cloud. And in the cloud, I written a scripture called Revelations 13, verse 16 to 18. And then there's another scripture straight after that one. It says Revelations 14, verse 8 to 12. This was February 2020. And then the last voice said, go do my work, son. And I know that was God. It was so, the light was so powerful. And then I was like, Whoa. <laughs> And then I, I, I called my mom and I said, mom, don't cry if I die doing God's work. Cry if I die not doing it. 
And she said, what are you talking about, son? Because my mother is in Jamaica. And I said, and I started explaining to her, I said, Mummy, Revelations 13, verse 16 to 18, I'm going to make that scripture trend. And I, and I said, without the mark, you cannot buy or sell. I said, Mummy, you see what's going on right now? I'm going to have to go on the street. I'm going to have to remove my image from my mind. And I have to go on the street and people are going to slander me and they're going to say a lot of things, but I'm going to wake millions of people up, Mummy. And she says, son, you know what happened to people like you? I said, I know exactly what happened to people like me. But I said, you remember when I was in the taxi? He was there with me when I, when I had the appendix and it burst inside of me. You remember what happened to me? She said, yes. I said, well, this is my calling. Yeah. So this is why it means more to me than most people. This is why I went on the street from March 2020. I went on the street and I started talking. The first place I went was a Jamaica National in Brixton, in London. And the people was wearing masks and all of that stuff. And, you know, people was running away from, you know what I'm saying? People don't want to walk near you. And, and I was like, whoa, my, my work is cut out for me now. And from there, that's where it started. And and um, I went to this place called um, Hyde Park. Hyde Park is a big park in London. And um, I didn't know nobody. And then I found... Um, I, go to I was Speaker's Corner up. there? Speaker's Corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah that's I've been I there. It's it's amazing, it? you know, freedom of speech. <laughs> you yeah, live yeah. out on little soapboxes in in reality, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. yet as you witnessed, as we witnessed around the world, people shutting down speech and uh, covering their face and mm -hmm. hiding from one another, mm -hmm. and you even going out, finding out that they're running from you. You know, it's like you're not wearing mm -hmm. a mask, you're speaking out, uh, and you said you have your work cut out for you. But what's the worst can happen? You already died. You know what that's like. Yeah. So you. what have you to fear? Thank you, but some people didn't get it. So, so what? So what happened is, I'm, um, I met some people in in the park, and I never knew people like me exist because I was posting it on my social media, like on my Instagram, because mm -hmm. I used to bring like celebrities to clubs and like models. That's that used to be my job to to promote her. I used to bring, I you know, I was well known in the promoting industry, so I was I was telling people on my social media, and you know, these people was turning against me. They were saying, "Oh yeah, you." killing people and blah 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 but i'm like i don't even care about i don't even care about losing these people and these and these guests and all of that stuff you know because mm -hmm. i know that's my job i'm doing this is my work i have to do for god i have to pay back for for when i died when i was a teenager mm -hmm. so i know what my and i have everything as proof as well everything i'm telling you i've got it like the messages and and the things i post on social media and stuff like that so i went to speakers and i start meeting some people and you know but then there was a group of us, about seven of us, seven to 15 of us. We, 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 we sat down and we said, yo, we got to take this to the street because we got to let the people, you know, we got to, we got to, you know, we got to take this to the street and, and, mm -hmm. and, and let the people know, know what's going on. So when we go on this, most people were scared to do that. You know what I'm saying? To you walking in the, yeah. you know, on the street and stuff like that. So we say, yo, let them kill us. So we went and we start doing that. And then we start going in the shops. You know, people was throwing eggs at us. People was calling us murder. It was mad. I've never seen anything like it. But it, it was like, it just fueled me. And it just fueled us. And we're like, yo, let, I remember the first time we blocked the road, you know. We blocked the road with about 15 people. This time our, our, our group start increasing, you know. And we blocked the road. We just, we just say, yo, come in the road, man. Let's go in the middle of the road. There was a bus coming and we blocked the road. And a lot of people were scared. I would say, yo, let these people kill us. And the police, man, we, we, the police was treating us like, like, 
I don't even know the word for it, man. They were they was arresting us, they was beating us up. And every time they do us, we 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 there like every week doing the same thing and didn't care. So what happened was how this how this started to to fly out in the in the in the um in the atmosphere is um we went into this shop. We went into this shop called Morrison's, like a supermarket. When they was talking about you only have two people, everybody was queuing outside and blah blah blah. So we went, we went, we said, yo, come on, let's pass the security. And we go inside Morrison's and security was trying to drag us. <laughs> but the rest of the people was outside. This was in July 2020, yeah. And um, I think June, June 2020. Mm -hmm. And this, and we seven of us went in, and the rest of the people waited outside of the shop for us. So this yeah, is this you're in the height of, of the, the terror, the fear, all of that, the campaign yeah. propaganda going on. You're up against all of that, and, and you're right. The viciousness with which anyone who didn't follow the uh, mm -hmm. the narrative was met. I mean, I, I did yeah. some protesting, not as extensive as you're describing, but just even standing out in, in you know an area where we want to say, hey, please don't jab these kids. And we're getting, mm -hmm. you know, they're flipping us the bird. They're calling us names. It's like it was. Mm -hmm. I never felt like we were, our lives were threatened, but at the same time, you you're mm -hmm. dealing now with a police presence. Uh, and all kinds of things where they're threatening you with potentially deadly force. And as I said, mm -hmm. you know, the interesting thing about having an NDE or near-death experience is that you lose your fear of death. Yeah. At that point, it's like, well, you know who you are in the in the in the space of creation and in God's yeah. creation. And you're like, no, I am here to uh, to fulfill my mission, as you mm -hmm. said, to your mom, and uh, quite extraordinary. And then others by witnessing that. You know, you had connected with it at Speaker's Corner and, and began to gather in more and more and you become a living example for others. So where did this uh, when did this transpire into your recording, the music that became so well known? And <laughs> how did that happen? So the first time when I got arrested, they arrested me when it was at, when we went at a protest, they arrested me and um. Well, the mainstream media have been trying to get a hold of me from August 2020. Mm -hmm. But I'm not stupid. I always tell them to sign five terms. Um, my five terms is they can't censor anything. They can't edit anything. I will bring two representatives of mine. You know, which I would have I would have bring um people like, you know, Dr. Um what's the XCO Pfizer, Dr. Meaden, Mike oh, Eden, yeah. and, and and my and my sister um What's her name again? Dolores Cahill, you know, would I bring them two people with me? You know, but they know, my, they know. And I said, you would have to pay me a percentage. Percent? Did you check my Instagram and see the things on there? Like these mainstream media trying to get in touch. Even even yesterday, another one, the Times. Yeah. Then two weeks ago, less than two weeks ago, we, I had the Vice. And Channel 4 make two documentary. They've been trying to get, get to me, brother. But I don't. Mm. You see... People don't get this thing. People want to jump on these mainstream media. Oh, oh my God. CN Even CNN came to me mm -hmm. come, um, when I was in Stratford shooting my first music video. They want to speak to me. And I said, get up my effing face, man. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you know what they want to do? They will yeah, turn course, everything. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, my brother, I'm not, I don't care about possessions and image. You, you understand? But the thing is, because the thing is with me, I'm reaching the people. Mm -hmm. So I know they're like, oh, this guy, this guy don't have any money. He's broke. I'm broke, brother. I don't care about possessions. I'm broke. I don't have money. I don't have earthly wealth. I don't care about these things. My like I said, my image is not here. I removed that long oh, time. I'm free. Me, I'm I bet I'm mentally free. If if you 
uh, recanted everything that you said about the jab and you'd start singing songs about getting everybody jabbed and mask up, you would have more money than you know what to do with. Oh, of course, brother. <laughs> They'd be throwing it at you. <laughs> hey, let me tell you about the music. Let me tell you mm -hmm. about the music. So the first song, the band, the band, the, fir the first song, right? The first song went, went on the mainstream as well. It's called Foot Soldier for Freedom. When I said, we don't want a vaccine, a vaccine, stick your mask up your ass cheeks. So my music is always straight to the point and they can't deal with that because the people, and, and when I go to, when we go to do outreach or protests, we're in the faces of these people. Even if police, are, I've been hit in, I've been hit by these TSG, these police tactical group. You know, these these are the ones they send to batter us. You know, they, they hit me like three times with the button and stuff like that. And, and they beat up me and my, my, me and my freedom fighter brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. you, you understand so like <laughs> they know like yo it's gonna you guys gonna have to kill me because i'm doing i'm here doing god's work it's different for me so i've spent like i spent like six to eight hours a day doing outreach to reach the people you, you understand is i got a, a group called foot soldiers is like three of us mm -hmm. so we go on the trains and we go and do that and we go on, and these things start go viral all over the world so they start removing it there was a there's one of them that went viral and Lad Bible, you know, Lad Bible, they got millions. I think they got about 13 million followers. So Lad Bible pick up that when I went inside Specsavers. There's a shop called Spec, a store called Specsavers that sell um, eyeglasses and shit. Yeah. And I went in there and I said, yo, Specsavers, are you inside Specsavers and you can't see the light? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you're inside a shop for your glasses and you can't, and you still can't see the light that's been. So that went viral, but they remove it. I'm on my bridge, like, yo, you want. Lord Bible, um, they, put, they, they put the clip up there and it's like 4 million views already in like two hours. So what they did, they removed that. So I'm like, oh, I, like I know they're targeting me a long time. I'm like, oh, you understand? I'm like, all right, cool, cool. We don't, mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the people. I don't care about going to government buildings and all that. We need to go to the people and bring the information to the people. And we need to do it fearless. And we need to let the people document the, the revolution. You understand? So all this song came about the one that said, don't take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I was in my bed and God give me that song as well. <laughs> we have a, you know oh, I mean? Super Don, do we have a clip? Can we play a little clip of that? Would you mind, Ramis, we could show people that aren't familiar with it? Yeah, man, play it, man. Okay, Super D, if you can. And we have links to how you can find it online where it hasn't been censored. Just like us, yeah, we've been yeah. censored, but we're still here. We find other ways and you guys and gals find us as well. And uh, I, I love the way you use language. Do you understand? <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, because you understand. Because that understand means to stand, stand under. under. Right? And, yeah. it, and we use it in a common vernacular sense that we don't understand, like I just said that word, yeah. what it, how it places us beneath those in authority. So mm -hmm. I love that you're utilizing that concept of overstanding. And uh, that's yeah, because great. they arrest me seven times. They mm -hmm. arrest me seven times. So I, I know how to go. I don't want to get too much of that because I know you ain't got much time. Oh, but. I, I'm into it. Believe me, I've tried to teach people <laughs> about that when they ask you, do you understand what I'm saying? You say, no, I do not, because they I want you to acquiesce to their jurisdiction. Uh, exactly. It's very, very crafty. By the way, uh, is your mom still in Jamaica or she moved to England? No, my, my mom is in Jamaica. I brought my mom to England before, but she didn't have her stay. She couldn't stay, okay. so she had to go box. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, I, I just so, can't wait to, to hear how it's going if your music is resonating there, because I'd love to see the people <laughs> rise up yeah. like they have in the past against these kinds of things. Uh, so, Super D, do you have that clip available, if you don't mind, so we can hear uh, a little bit of, of the song? Don't take... Children, children, don't take the vaccine. Yeah. 
Kids, kids, don't take the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. Don't take it. Youngsters busting rifles from the east side. East side, Antaka, try run and get him feet tight. He cried. Run government up by the seaside. We run down, land down, who? Let he try, he die. Lyrically, man, mother than jigger. Show where the gun crime scene get rid of. And time, man, a killer. Cut out your liver. Show it to the dog and make them yam that vanilla. Who the fuck is you, Pfizer, me at the dark? Who the fuck is Chop up, wrap up, Moderna in a basket. Wash it. Vaccine, no want it. No. 16, me blast it. Nah, Mr. Tarkin. Nah. Walk it, me Tarkin. Mama, mama, don't, don't take the vaccine. Papa, papa, don't take the vaccine. Nah. Don't take the vaccine. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just jamming with that. Oh, I love it. And you actually filmed some of that in a school, it looked like, in a schoolroom. No, no, in a tube, in a tube. That's in a tube. That's in the train. Okay, it looked like That's a classroom with the posters a little behind it, but uh, uh wow. no, no. <laughs> the kids are jamming. Uh, this is yeah, fantastic. And have you have you been back to Jamaica since this song came out? Yeah, I've been. That's one of that's one part of the story as well. I told my, my family that I might not ever see them again because of, of what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So I went back in July to see them and 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 and, and start warning the people over there. And, um, you know, just to see my family again, because I told them, you know, they might do whatever they want to do to me. I'm not trying to call anything, any debt on me, you know what I mean? But we're going to die one day anyway. But like, I know the level of um, the level of activism that I was doing here. I'm known to these people, these mainstream media and these government, like they know who I am. You understand? If you Google my name right now, you'll see the things that they're saying about me and you know the documentary and all kind of stuff you know they try everything brother mm-hmm. you know what i mean you, but it doesn't matter like a, yeah i always tell it. entering jamaica with customs or going back into the uk with customs since they know you so much i've never been back I've only been back since july july 2020 okay you know what i mean i stayed here for a month and then i come back you know so i don't really know no the oh, song oh. came out you haven't been back to jamaica then only 2020 july 2020 yeah, i haven't so been back, back. Yeah. So I, I don't even have money anyway. I don't have money right now to travel anyway because I, I use all of my money and 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 spend traveling. Like I said, I've been I spend I spend six to eight hours a day doing outreach, and and most of my outreach is on the streets and in the trains and 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 in, at the schools. So the schools is is where the schools in 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 the UK. I travel all over the UK to go to the schools and and free the children. You know what I mean. And this is where they this is where they got really mad at me to the point where journalists now start getting frustrated and coming at my yard. Police start threatening me and you know. Well, I see an article here on the metro.co.uk. Yeah. Rapper tells children don't take the vaccine at school gates. And yeah. it has some pictures of you. Uh there's a guy fox mask guy there. Uh beautiful yeah. that you're standing up this way. But what can they do? Because your influence is, uh, I, I don't think they can stop it. The more they attack you, the more people are going to be intrigued by what you're saying and learn. <laughs> they try everything, brother. You know what they did? They, so they tried, they, they tried to warn the children, uh, oh, this guy is going to come, this guy, you know, like, look out for him. They're spreading fake information. But what they don't realize is that the children are requesting me to come to their school. Hmm. You know what I mean? I, I go to one of the schools that I went to, the children's, the, the, it, because what happened is people would message me and say, Remy is coming here. So every day I'm going out now, you know what I mean? Because it, the, 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 the request is coming crazy. 
And and um, usually I go to a school if they're just about to vaccinate the children. So I go to I go to some one school in Bournemouth, and um, there was about to vaccinate the children the next day. And um, I went there and I created a madness, you know. <laughs> and the children love me and everything. The children, the children follow me after school when I'm rapping. The children follow me. So we have I have some people that give out the leaflet to the children, and I always tell the children. Make sure you give your fam make sure you bring back your the leaflets to your mother and your father, you know what I mean? Because I don't really like saying parents, because parents mean to pay rent for your child, you know. What I mean? You understand? Mm -hmm. So so they do that, they listen to me and they do that. You yeah. understand what I'm saying to you? And um yeah. you know the so language so well and, and yeah. utilize it with consciousness. Yeah, and of course that comes out in your music, in the lyrics. Uh we have yeah. uh, I think there's a actual website remise.com r-e-m-e-e-c-e.com uh that yeah. you and is there a way i see on we're banned on spotify but it looks like you're, you're still up on oh, spotify oh. spotify ban most of my music spotify ban. yeah yeah because, and then i see also though we have you on apple music do they are it's available there oh, still yes yeah they ban me on apple music yet still Okay, good. So yeah. how can people support you for those of, you know, that, that are listening to this and say, hey, we want to, is it to buy your music? Is there a donation website to help you? And there's, there's a donation page there, but they can just buy the music, you know, they can buy the music. They can buy, um, I can tell them a few music that they should buy. Like um, there's a song called um, Choose Your Side. That, that's, that's me and Chris Sky. Me and Chris Sky did a song when he came a couple months ago. He was in Australia, and I remember the song he developed that you can stick your whatever up your... Yeah, I remember oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, no, there's some good folks that are using the music uh, and the word uh, together to change and transform consciousness and empower people rather than yeah. uh, to, as you said, cause them to, to you know stand under the foot or the boot of those who want to rule and own and control us. Uh, yeah. So... You have a lot of music here on your website, and I would urge people, if you haven't considered, um, pick up some of this music and share it. And yeah, uh, some of the, some of the music up there, I have them long time on there. I'm gonna remove a couple of them because I'm not really the, the the um the music I would tell people to buy is um don't take the vaccine, um choose your side, mm -hmm. um shut up, and the only peoples the peoples have is the peoples themselves. You know, uh, uh, dude, I'd love to see you get flush with real money again so you can travel the world with this and tour with this and including going yeah. back to your, your homeland and Jamaica and, and, and reach the people there. I haven't heard much about are there protests in Jamaica? They have not been in the news much like other areas of the world, uh, like Australia and England, yourself and, and uh, Canada and, you know, and much of Europe. What's been what do you know of what's happened in Jamaica? Has there been any protest movement or resistance there? There's not really no resistance. It's just, it's just, it's the, it, because the police, them over there, they'll, they'll kill you and ask questions later. It's very corrupt over there. I was yeah. trying to raise some money in February 2021. Sorry, I was trying to raise 20,000 pounds to go over there and do what I did over here. But what happened is some people start, um, you know, some people try to, you know, talk a lot of nonsense, you know what I mean? And, 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 and mess that up, you know, so I, I couldn't go over there and, and, and do it, you know. So that's one of the things about, like, my work that I've been doing here is it, it reached Jamaica, you know what I mean? It reached Jamaica, because especially because I'm Jamaican and I have a strong Jamaican accent. So mm -hmm. the people, are, oh, yeah, you know, even, I went in this train, I went in a, a vaccination bus and me and the security was almost fighting. You know, I, I did an outreach there. 
and um, that went all over the world as well. That went viral because a lot of times some videos, some people see me that that is going viral. They don't even realize that is me. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You know? Uh, also, um, uh, UK artists, English artists, some of them have been outspoken, like Van Morrison, who's been around for a decade. Yeah. I don't know if you tried to do a reach out to someone like that in the music industry that's been around forever to recognize mm -hmm. that there are there are some allies or very few, but some in the music industry. Yeah. I, you know, I don't really I don't really reach out to anyone musically. I, I, you know what it is, my brother, because it's so it's so um, for me, it's so serious for me. I, I believe in. If you're gonna, if, you know, when you do music, especially as a man, and especially when we're talking about slavery, because this is slavery for everybody. Yeah. It's for it's for black, white, and all of that kind of stuff, you know. So for me, it's like I I, I want to I don't. This is why I said to your to your brother right, when he reached out to me. I said, you know, I want people to know what I've been doing before this music came in. Right. No, I and like, I'm grateful you for understand? it. You share the backstory is so important to me to, to know yeah. why why you do what you do, not just that you're doing it. And, uh, you know, yeah. to have the near-death experience early on that set the stage for the, you know, the revelation, no pun intended, yeah. that you got in, in uh, January 2020 and you reach out to your mother and tell her all that was going on. Um, yeah. uh, in the chat room, Thomas is asking if you could list the songs that you would like people to buy again because he couldn't write it down fast enough. So if you don't mind going through that, Superdon has the page up, I believe. All right, all right. You see, all right. You see these songs that you just put up. Um, yeah. so the, the one called um, "Shut Up," "Foot Soldiers for Freedom," "Unvax Sperm." You guys need to watch the music video for that song. Is that is that family friendly? The kids can handle that one. Um, it's it's probably it's it's um what you call it? I, I'm saying she wanted unvax. Yeah. it's more comedy but it's got like you know she wanted to unvax sperm and get her pregnant right, and right. all it might be more a little adult oriented we got kids in the audience and a lot like to let the parent the well you say oh, parents but you're so. right moms and dads decide whether they're ready for that yeah, but 100 uh, still important uh you know that we yeah. have discussed this issue including blood that hasn't been contaminated and the impact that uh, we just had an obgyn on uh, a few days ago talking about the yeah. disaster for fertility and having babies. So it's a very real issue that you're singing about it as well as important. Yeah. So yeah, these songs, um, Shut Up, Foot Soldiers for Freedom, Unvax Sperm, um, Booster. That's when they came to try to booster the children. Booster, mm -hmm. um, Choose Your Side and Don't Take the Vaccine. Okay, beautiful. Thank you for yeah. running through that again for everybody. Hopefully you saw that. It's in the notes as well. We've got links to uh, Ramis and the various sites. I, I, I yeah. you know, look, I, I, I know that you probably measure success different than most in the music industry because you're on a mission yeah, yeah. that's much deeper, has a higher purpose. At the same time, uh, I believe that uh, your efforts as well should be rewarded here. Not that you're mm -hmm. necessarily needing it or wanting it, but I'll just say this. There's nothing wrong with benefiting from the good works that you're doing as well. And I think a lot of people yeah. would like to see you succeed here. True. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. So do you have any uh, uh, particular events that are scheduled in the United Kingdom that you're going to be at that we can announce? We also are heard on UK Health Radio. They, 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 uh, over here, they, 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 um, like I said, they've been burning my music and, and burning me. So, you know, I think uh, I've got some, I've got a show to do on the 29th, you know, 29th of this month. Um, Where will that be? It's in um it's on my it's on my web it's on my um Instagram. I'll okay. Find it quickly. 
I think I found you on Instagram before we went live today. It's uh, Remise Music, M-U-Z-I-K. Yeah, because the band, they removed my other Instagram because I had like too many children following me on there. So Mm -hmm. they banned it, you know, they had to get rid of that, you know. So this one, these ones you see is like um, backup and, you know, they're censoring, you know, I'm lucky to even have that much views on there, you know, even through the censorship, you know. But yeah. yeah, this is the event I'm doing. I'm gonna perform at. Um, um, where is it? I'm looking on your Instagram too to see if I can yeah, see most, it. Mustache bar. Send 29. Sorry, let me see okay. the camera. I got something that's uh, let's see, March. No, that's an older one. Okay, I'll post it now. On my, on my... Okay, yeah, if you can, we like to promote that for almost. you. Again, we got a lot of listeners in England as well. All right, cool. I'll post it. I'll post it on my story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just posted it on my story. Yeah, man. But but you know, my brother, they're coming for the children, you know. So this is why I took it. I took it to the schools. Oh, look, you we got I mean? a nice comment from Don in the chat room. Uh, yeah. My two kids are going to love your songs, and I believe it will help them <laughs> power through the times. Yeah, because we got a lot of young oh, people that are awake and aware about the things you are, and yeah. uh, they, they they are in the minority often uh, among their mm-hmm. peers. And so to have music like this is, you know what music can do. I mean, it just, yeah. it can awaken uh, the spirit and uh, bring some courage to the folks, the young people that need a little help. So sure. again, God bless you for bringing this out in the way that you are uniquely able to do. Uh, I'm just you. thrilled this, to connect on that. And this is why, this is why I, I, I encourage the people who making music about the work, about this to actually go out there and do the work. Because when the children, when you make the music, but the children actually see you going out there and practicing it, just they will take you more serious. You understand what I'm saying? It's like you're not yeah. just talking about it. This is why I'm 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 kind of disappointed with my Jamaican people, because Jamaican people we are rebellious. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're the slaves that fight back. You understand what I'm saying? That's to you? What I, I, yeah, I talk with so my best friend down there, and I and I like, I, I hear the conflict in what he's going through down there mm-hmm. uh, that he might know at the same time the social consciousness is so powerful there to comply which is just mm-hmm. un- unusual because of the origin of jamaica and the people there what they had to overcome uh and but yet this, but this is my t- this is my what i'm talking about my brother it's like people be- people become possessed by their possessions people become possessed by their image so the thing is because you don't want to lose the money you have or whatever you have you can't this is what i'm saying like don't just make music and especially with what's going on now, you gotta go out there and practice it. You gotta you gotta risk your life and be like, yo, you know what? I've been making music about revolution and stand up and fight for this and, and blah blah blah, especially the Rastafarians. You're the first people supposed to be like making, you know, organizing the people and fighting against this stuff, not just sit at home and don't wanna get banned on Instagram and don't wanna get banned. Like this is what I'm saying. So it's like for me, it's, it's more personal for me, brother. Yeah, you understand. I'm, and I know it's personal for everybody. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I want I want to encourage the people. Don't just make music, my brother. Go out there and reach to the people. Go out there and do outreach. Go out there and bring some leaflet. Forget about what people say. Forget about people spitting in your face and and all and what and oh, are you not embarrassed? Are you, like words don't mean anything to me. Uh, no imperfect human being can judge me. You're imperfect. No blind leading the blind. So this is why when I go out in the trains, park trains, you know, on the street, I like people, I, my image is not here. I know the thing is so many people that was laughing, they stopped laughing now. Mm. 
people was people was calling me names and stuff like that they, they don't they you know all of that laugh now is it, yeah. it becomes tears and 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 a lot of them are, are realizing now yo this man been this man been telling us not to take the vaccine because when i'm on the street and i'm playing my I'm playing don't take the vaccine on my loudspeaker for six hours. You, you know, you know, we understand. Like I'm talking about in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about in the middle of the pandemic back in 2020. Non-stop. Police well, come, police can't remove me. Police, I'm putting them on. I have to learn these things, my brother. I have to learn how to how to how to um how to how to deal with law enforcement because it was arresting me. You understand what I'm saying to you? So yeah. I have to learn these things, how to stand under my inalienable rights. You understand what I mean? So when yeah. I learn these things, it makes me even more powerful now. And when I go to the schools and the children, oh, the police coming. You know, when the when the children, when hundreds of children there seem like the police come and the police come and can't move me, then the children, oh my God, the children yeah, start believing in me happen. more. What a beautiful example you are for them. I love that. Uh, Ramis, there are many people who regret taking the jab, but I've yet to meet one person who regrets not taking it. Fucks. <laughs> Fucks. So, yeah, That's time cool. time is shifting uh, mm -hmm. the place where people were in the fervor of, a you know, just like this emotional fear-based gang activity and it's like everybody part of the gang what is the gang the gang wants to force everybody to shut down live in fear mask up jab up yeah. all of that and now they're those who have survived are coming out and going oh mm. ramis was right you know all these others that have been yeah. speaking out and despite all of the obstacles and all of the the epithets thrown our way or banning and you know the the economic hardship for instance you yeah. know you, you could probably be a million and maybe still will be a million selling artists or more but in the midst of mm -hmm. what you've gone through, it's like, no, 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 we got to make sure he doesn't get any traction. He's harmed yeah. economically because if he has the economic wherewithal to go out and do the things that you're doing, <laughs> despite that, uh, it, the old man, and the more they fight you, the stronger you become. And I don't mean that from an ego perspective. Trust me, brother. When you, like, when you really know, like everything I'm telling you, I don't make it up. You come to the UK and you see, and you come to a march and you see that you ask anybody, they yeah. know Remy says they know that this man is. Uh, I don't care about um, fame. Like I said, brother, all of these, all of these mainstream media been on my case, my brother, from the beginning. And I, I told him sign five of my terms. They can't sign it because I know why you want to speak to me. You want to, you want to lock me in a little, in a little room and and um, and try to take me for an idiot and bring a little your little fake scientists to try and challenge me. Why don't you bring, why don't you bring Dr. Robert Malone? Why don't you bring Carrie, the lady Carrie? Yeah, that lady Madej, Carrie Madej. I love that yeah. woman, yeah? Yeah, she's I respect amazing. that woman, brother. I learned, you know, the funniest thing is, early in the pandemic, I was studying a video that she was, because me, God sent me, like, I don't like, I don't, I tell people, don't send me anything. I'll find it myself. You understand? Yeah. God sent me, and I, to, to see that woman video and she explained the liquid crystals and I pay close attention. There's so many videos out there, but me, I take things out of things and I match everything up because I, like I said, I go by the scripture, Revelations 13, 16 to 18, Revelations 14, verse 8 to 12. There's two scriptures that I follow and then it leads me to these, to these people. And then I take things out of things and I find out and I'm like, I'm putting things together. So when she was talking about the liquid crystal, I'm like, yo, this woman is on point, you know? You know what I mean? 
Mm -hmm. Well, and we've gotten to make many new friends in this time. We've gotten to find people who are actually standing on principle, who have the, the mm -hmm. flow of the spirit, not in fear, but of the True. courageousness that comes when you're connected to your source. You're, you know, True. that was created all life. And so this is a, a time where we have been shocked and dismayed by some of our friends and family that we thought mm -hmm. knew these things and that became very fearful and became part of that uh, uh, collectivist crowd that yells and screams and, and attacks mm -hmm. those of us who say, no, it's not time to fear. It's time to speak up and speak out loudly and boldly and proclaim your divinity and, and that we are not asked to live in a spirit of fear. That's a, that's a creation of man, not of God. Exactly. Because these people just go to, to, to parliament and come up with these acts and statues. You know, you won't, if, it only works if you give your consent. Like, I never consent to none of these man-made nonsense. Yeah. Just do no harm and, 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 and you know, those, those shall not kill and all of that kind of stuff. If I'm not, you know, I only do lawful. I'm not doing the legally stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. And well, I got kicked. Sorry, go on. Lisa, I just I now I want to even come to England even more so than before. I've been there many times <laughs> over the years. My aunt still lives there. I have cousins there, and my wife grew up in uh, well a few years of her younger life up there in uh, uh, where was it? Uh, gosh, now Oxfordshire, yeah, in that area. Oh, outside. see, see, yeah, up there. But the idea to walk arm in arm with you in in protest and sing <laughs> would be amazing. That would, would be powerful, that. man. You yeah. need to come. You need to. Come. I want to come to America and, and perform for the people that move there. That would be amazing too. I, I would love to see if yeah. we can get you here to the United States as well. Oh my God! I would. Be, I would. I would. I, brother, I, I'm crazy when I'm performing. You know. I know. I can feel it. I see it, and I love it. And I'm so appreciative yeah, of connecting with you here today on the show, and 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 more so, you know, to know that you're there. I I try to keep up with everything, but it's impossible. But the moment when we have the opportunity. And I shout out to my buddy Kevin who connected us, my brother. Seriously. So this is uh, this is as important as anything. And let the music, you know, the, the spirit that, they, that you're bringing it, uh, enliven yeah, people and encourage them. Uh, and again, you're not bringing the fear. That is because not because I'm you're free, doing. brother. You know, let me give you let me give you audience a, a message. This is a message that I give to all the people, especially the children when I go to the schools, especially the women. Remove your image from your mind. Remove your image from your mind and you become free. You become mentally free. You know, one thing I always tell any woman, I always tell a woman, the only woman I will, I will go with, I will go, I will date is a woman that will go to a club with makeup and hold her chest high and look in people's eyes and speak. And it's the same woman that have to go to that nightclub and do this with no makeup, hold her head high. No fear, no nothing, nothing. Nobody can, oh, yo, what you look like? This? Oh, yeah. Because what happened is the blind leading the blind and they sell, they sell these things. They sell beauty, especially to the, to the women. They sell, they sell this illusion of beauty to mm -hmm. the women. I'm not saying women shouldn't wear makeup. I love women wearing makeup and without. But what I'm saying is my woman that, I would, that I'm with, she would have to go to the nightclub, go everywhere and walk with her chest, with her head. head well, high. what you're talking about is is an identity that we'd love to see women have. I, my daughter, I'm so mm -hmm. proud of her at 17 that she has, that she can walk and 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 have an identity despite all of the peer mm -hmm. pressure and all of the things. Exactly. And what you could teach and what they can teach as well. 
that it isn't mm-hmm. about so much the outer, even though, again, we have a reality in this physical body, a social consciousness, mm-hmm. a construct, especially for young people, but at any age, it doesn't end, are wanting to fit in, right? But those of Thank us, you. and teaching the women that they don't have to fit in, that they have to be, mm-hmm. as we are, children of God, but what does that mean? Each of us has a path to, to walk, and and how are we confident in not a, a, a let's say, an I don't want to say inappropriate way, but in a way that is not of God, uh, mm-hmm. where we are deceived because it's an ego driven trip as opposed to that, which is our divinity. As I point that out, I think that's the sense I get from you and talking this way. Yeah, no, for real. That's exactly it. You know, like I said earlier in the video, I had to remove my image from my mind for me to deal with these people from 2020. All of this. Oh, you're if you're this. They even, try, you know what they tried to do? They tried to say, I'm grooming underage girls, bro. Mm. They tried everything. They tried everything. They, yeah, yeah. That would that would that would mess up so many men's head, so many people's head. They would. Like, oh, but I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get me off the street. They're no. trying to get me off the street. I'm doing. I'm causing them too much problems. You know what they did? They said they want to cause. They want to create an exclusion zones around schools. This is yeah. how much crazy. We wish, the work we was doing was shutting down the schools. The, the, the vaccination things inside of the school they had to remove that seven schools cancel the vaccination i went to one school in bournemouth then that school canceled it then the other six schools canceled the vaccination for the children so i was a problem me and my team we was a problem for them and plus the other people that is not only us but there's so many people here putting the work in my brother you have mm-hmm. people called the yellow board like they, they they're on the street and they hold up the yellow board and and people toot and this you know constant you know what i'm saying you understand so you know, they, they, they fear outreach. The thing is what I want to tell the people, we have to remember, we have to be conscious of our echo chamber and not try to live too much in the echo chamber. You understand what I'm saying to you? For me, we have to go to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go this has been, Ramis, one of the greatest things that has happened uh, more recently uh, through the tragedies of, of COVID is that some are waking up and, and wanting to listen and learn from mm-hmm. each other. True. Rather than just tell them what they should believe and how and how to think and what to think. Uh, yeah. Now it's changing and the medical community has a long way to come still, even though there are good docs, mm-hmm. use, some of which we've mentioned today. Uh, but the recognition that uh, the mission to be a healer is one that is, well, it requires listening and responding mm-hmm. to each individual and their needs, not a one size fits all, whether it be an mRNA jab or a drug of some kind that denies the, again, divinity of each individual because we're created that way. And so yes, the idea is we're not supposed to think alike of everyone or everyone. You know, the, the, the beauty of, of life is this, what we call biodiversity. If I talk about the microbiome in the gut, it's not about one species of microbes. It's about all of them finding a way to have that balance and they're better for it. But it's done in freedom, not in tyranny, sure. not in force, exactly. not in deception, not with lies. And fear is that thing that induces so many mistakes and they know it. That's how they're trying to apply the fear. And God bless you for not <laughs> feeding the fear and, and, being, it, and up and showing people that what this is what you can do. This is who you can be. And um, just I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to be on this journey with you, my brother. I really am. You, you so too, nice brother. To <laughs> and I look forward you, to seeing you either in the States or in England or in Jamaica one day. I would, yeah, man, I, I would love it. I would love that to my brother, man. I will come. Yes. I want to come to the states, man, and, and and step on the stage, man, and 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 march with the people over there, brother, and and, and perform that. and perform for the people over there, brother. You know what I mean? 
Hey, Don, can the, you get him a buddy pass on Delta so he can come to Utah? <laughs> she, she's a flight attendant. <laughs> but that would be awesome to see Ramis here uh, or anywhere in the States. But anyway, yeah, we'll do that. Let's follow up. Stay in touch, please. Uh, I've got you connected also on Instagram, if that's a good way to stay in touch. And, and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll link you there as well. But thank you for what you're doing. I love I love the song. I'll have to get, get plugged into all the rest. And I'm going to send this to my, to my brother in Jamaica. Hopefully yeah, he won't be too frightened. Hopefully he'll embrace what you're doing too, like I am. You need to watch Unvox Perm music video, yeah? Okay, we'll check it out. That's to, what I'm going to share with him. Yeah, I have to put a disclaimer on it because they ban all of my other videos. So I put a yeah. disclaimer on that one. It's a comedy, okay. but yes. you know, you get the people. You know. We'll do it. God bless you, Ramis. Thank you for being here. And when we come back to do a little bit of a bonus round, uh, we're going to talk a little, another British thing, the Ministry of Silly Walks. Is it good exercise? Yeah. Yeah, there's actually a study about that. Ramis, thank you, my brother. Respect, bro. Bless up, people. God bless you. The power to heal is yours. All right, we're back on bonus round. How much fun was that? Uh, Ramis, do you overstand? Do you overstand? I had to look that up. I'm like, overstand, and that's a, that's a thing. In yep. fact, that one of the definitions I, I, that I um, that I pulled up said that it has Rastafarian roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, the term that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and that well, it means not only do you understand, but you also have the ability to see the the bigger picture and where it's going to go and yeah. how to how to do something about it. So anyway, yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, by the way, Don history, says when yeah. you asked about getting a buddy seat, Don says yeah. yes, I can. So whoa. That'd be amazing to get Ramisa to do a concert. I'd love that. That would be amazing. Or to see him in Jamaica. Again, I know that there's a lot of corruption there too. As he says, they they just kill you. You know, they would, they could, but go with God as he is. I believe Ramis is wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, that was a great interview. Yeah. Great, great, great. Thanks interview. for finding that clip too. Uh, yeah. We're going to have to check out some of those other clips, some of which we probably couldn't play on the air because kids are here, but Still very important messages. So I I need you to uh, to do some commentary for just like a minute or two real quick. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta step away for just a, a minute or two, and then I will be right back, and then we can we can talk about the study. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Okay. I'll be right back. Happy to do it. Happy to do it. So what else are we gonna do while Super Don is taking a pause here in the bonus round? Let me just see what's going on in the chat room. Um, I see our 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 uh, friend Thomas is back. And, you know, we, we always have the agreement on a lot of health stuff, but when it comes to the uh, certain political things, it's, uh, it's not. And I I just look as much as I I do don't mind, I don't mind engaging in these things. Sometimes it gets a little contentious and not, not pleasant at all. It's not, you know, if we don't listen to one another, Uh, but uh, at this point we acknowledge Thomas, you know, we we, uh, welcome back. It's good to see you. Glad you're here. Uh, Kevin, thanks for connecting us to, that was fast, Super Don. Thanks uh, for yeah. connecting us with Ramis. My, my son, my son is in Eastern Oregon right now. And mm-hmm. there's this, my, I was making sure that my, my wife was set up for a, a phone call on Zoom, the okay. internet call. Gotcha. It's cause we haven't seen him in a while. So just making sure she was set up cause it was supposed to be at two o'clock. Gotcha. So, anyway, we'll keep this short cause I want to go say hi too. Yeah, no but, problem. Um, all right. So the last story that we did not get to, which is okay. Yeah. It's a study. I did not want to stop with with Ramis, really. The British Medical Journal has this. The BMJ has has done this. Uh, It's from Christmas 2022. They usually, every year around Christmas, they put out some interesting science that we like to cover, the BMJ. 
They do. They have a Christmas edition that comes out, and usually the studies are all kind of tongue-in-cheek studies. Mm-hmm. Although this one here, they actually went the distance, yeah. interestingly enough, to prove whether, you know, if you're not a Monty Python fan, this may not make a lot of sense to you. Why wouldn't um, you be, is the question. That would We'd have to do a study on that. Yes. Um, <laughs> as to why you would not be. So if you do not know what this is about, mm-hmm. what happened was one of the, Monty Python was a great British humor satire show right yep and they had uh it's a classic bit that they did was called the ministry of silly walks yeah it was a john man with this long tall gangly legs he only he can make it so (laughs) humor so funny the ministry of silly walks and so they did a study to find out if it's actually good exercise do we are do we have a clip to play of this or that would be that would probably well listen just to show you that this is a legitimate study they actually took some people mm-hmm. and had them um, kind of do the, the silly walk that John Cleese did in the movie yeah, or in the show, excuse me. And they had them attached to the you know, machines and things and stuff like that to check their, their respiration and their heart rate and stuff like that to see how well, yeah. uh, what kind of exercise they would get. And so here's, here's the, uh, one of the, the videos of the, the study there. <laughs> there it is. Cleese does it funnier than anybody, but there you go. And they, so they're actually monitoring the people that are doing this as a form yes. of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's hooked up to all kinds of monitors there. <laughs> Those of you on the podcast, you, you can't see what we're witnessing now, it, but, but yeah. visually it's, it's very funny. And they're actually <laughs> doing the silly walks and, Measuring heart rate and all kinds of stuff. So, what was That's the end right. result? Do we have a? a they found, and it, yeah, they found that uh, if you did, I think, and I'm, I'm trying to find the exact thing here, but I think it was like 11 minutes mm-hmm. of doing the silly walk. Yeah, uh, was the equivalent of like the 75 minute uh, recommendation that the government gives people for regular exercise. So it's almost like a. I don't know Super what would you start exercise. Yeah, like a head, like a serious workout. You know, uh, in comparison to say just like walking or something. So, yeah. Now we here's the, the thing. If you want, it's the British Medical Journal. You can check it out. We're not making. Here's the up. thing. Now, Robert, you yeah. are Mister. I go to the gym. I wear the. I win the Chow Challenge, etc. Right. Yeah. I would wonder mm-hmm. if you would have the the courage. Yeah. Next time you go to the gym. <laughs> to try and convince the other yeah. people of the gym so based on science. Now listen, you can bring you can bring the science to them. Yeah. You know, it's a real study. Right. Um, uh, and and uh try and convince the people at the gym to maybe incorporate, even if it was just one time, yeah, uh, a silly walk workout. Because according to science, it's very high intensity, and I think mm-hmm. that it would go along with what it is that you're doing there. Maybe they could have a silly walk challenge or something. I, I, I would ask that if you could just get into the gym, like you promised many years ago, the why with your wife, that mm-hmm. I would do that. Put that as a new year resolution, get you back into the gym walk. So you're saying that if I go to the gym, then you'll do it. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Okay. That has not been a priority. You guys are right. always something else. I know. Right. I know. Okay. I could. Yeah. You All right. So you're saying that if I go to the gym and I show you proof that I'm going to the gym. Yeah. 
that when you go to nine round, yeah, you will get you and, and the other people in the gym. We need photo evidence of this, of sure. you guys doing the silly walk workout that was proven to be a high intensity workout at the in the British Medical Journal. Yeah, I would do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you I, go. It gets you back in the gym. Absolutely. I, my I, I will. I think I'll take you up on that. Do we do it to don't take the vaccine? Don't take the don't vaccine. Take the, yeah. Boy. Brother man. I love so. it. My Jamaican, I feel Jamaican roots. So that's not cultural appropriation. Just from my adopted family that adopted me when I was a, a teenager going to Jamaica all those years. It, and it was this time 11 years ago. I think uh, we were at, we had beach pictures in Jamaica. It was the last big trip we took out of the country until my wife and I went to Mexico for the day. No, <laughs> Less than a day the other day. So that was That's fun. Cool. So I'm just thinking about it. I I'm remember just, that. That was when you uh, you sent me the, the coffee in the little burlap bag. That's right. The, bl- the, right. With the Blue Mountain Coffee. Blue Mountain Coffee. That's right. so amazing. That was that amazing. Was. Delicious coffee. Yeah. So uh, here's a, yeah, something uh, just catching up uh, to a comment that I made last hour. We were mm-hmm. talking about the cold temperatures. Yes. And uh, Leslie mm-hmm. sent me the pictures that I was referring to. So I want to show you this, oh, is, yeah. this is a window on the inside we'll of the screen. RV. Let me, we'll uh, let me hit the button. <clears throat> oh, That's my what, gosh. Look at that. That's how cold the RV on the inside? That's on the inside. Yes. Dude. That's a coming in from the inside, right? And then that there's another really window. Cold. She sent me a picture that you can see from the inside. That's like the, uh, is that a, a window or like a roof? That looks I like can't a roof. tell. If that's, uh, that might be a roof window. Yeah. Above. Yeah. But wow. um, yeah, this one here, that's like, wow, look at that. That's Dude. like condensation, you know, like moisture from, from, you know, people being inside and breathing or whatever. And it's freezing the dang window. That's, that's pretty wow. scary. So, so uh, anyway. well, let's w- warm me up with uh, some news about our, a podcast network. Do we have uh, the preacher and the Polish girl? Do we have stay at home? Mom? We've got, we've got multiple yeah. episodes now of, of uh, stay at home mom with Leslie. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's like three episodes of that one. And I think there's at least a couple, there should be two, I think of the preacher and the Polish girl on uh, this last so one. Thursdays is, and Tuesdays, is that we're talking about Thursdays, Thursdays and Tuesdays. And so, um, I'm, I'm going to be around next week, even though we're doing encores, um, yeah. and working on stuff and everything like that. So, um, Leslie and, uh, Ua and Mark, if they've got episodes, they can send those to me and, uh, we'll get those up on Tuesday and Thursday next week. Okay. If not, if you're taking the week off, that's cool too. Um, but there may or may not, I'll, I'll let you know, uh, whether those will be up next week. It, so. It's a, you know, it's a unique time and I always like to kind of, uh, how would you say? I said retool is one way to say it, but mm-hmm. a bit of a uh, my goal. Yes, my goal is that the first of the year we're going to have a new intro uh, to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much guaranteed, it's it's okay. going to happen. So there will be at least one, um, and probably maybe in a different outro mm-hmm. um, for the show. And I don't know what else, but I, I can I can promise you those two things will be happening. Well, it's a, it's kind of like a recharge, getting ready for the new calendar year. Yeah. And uh, we, you know, I think that time that I did that trip, wasn't it? It was between Christmas and New Year's. I think we were in Jamaica all those years ago. So it was kind of like a, I don't even know if we, we weren't weekly then or were we, you know, 11, 2011. That's when we started weekly. 2000, that was my last year at TRN. Yeah. And February of that year, Groundhog Day 2011 is when we started six days a week. So there must have been some encores that week as well. I think I, I don't even remember if I did shows 
from Jamaica. Do you remember? If I did? Yeah, I guess it was 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, I think because then suddenly I because prior before that I was working at TRN and working with you independently mm-hmm. at the same time because you had left the network That's a right. few years before that. And so when I left TRN, suddenly I was available now. Yeah. <laughs> Full time. And so that's when we started, uh, you're right. That's when yeah. we started the the beginning of our independent adventure. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah. So next year was it calendar year 2023. Yeah. Yep. 2023. Kind of crazy. Astonishing. Um, all right. has a suggestion. If you need a pie, um, for, for uh, Christmas dinner. Yes. She suggests maybe this one here. Unvaccinated and ready to talk politics. Yeah. I love that. That'll make you popular. Hey, can you send uh, the link uh, right now to Michael Bolden? He wants to test next week, but why can't he test now in the bonus round? See if we get the clicking sound from him. Remember we had that last time he was on? He And it's yeah. funny because when we got to hang out with Michael Bolden at the beach house, he, it mm-hmm. wasn't any clicking when he was talking. Um, what, when you were talking to him face to face, he wasn't clicking, not clicking at all. No, no. well, he must've fixed it or something, I guess. It, so maybe it's good. So we should, Michael, we should try and get you on right now. You got a moment. Are you in the <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. I'm looking for him on messenger here. Hold on. Yeah. He's commenting in the chat room. All right. What, yeah, I, might, what I might do yeah. is step away for a few minutes while you're talking with him. Yeah. Um, and, and, if that happens. and then our buddy KT, Kevin Tuttle. Uh, he said that, uh, well, actually he sent me pictures like a before and after, like he's, he's like the incredible shrinking man. He's like, what happened? He's like doing the juice fasting kind of thing from, uh, the green smoothie girl. And I think we're going to have, uh, have her on next week or we're going to record with her next week. But mm-hmm. it's interesting, you know, what he's been going through. Cause his wife is on the Gerson therapy with a lot of juicing. And so he's doing a modified version of it and doing really well. In fact, uh, so we should get Kevin on to talk about what he's been through. Yeah. Yeah. He sent me a, I you know what? I got a text, was it a text message or I think maybe it was a Facebook mess, uh, messenger message or something like that about coffee enemas. Who sent that? Kevin did. Oh, did he? Is he doing he that? Did. And he actually took a picture. No. Let me see if I can, I can't remember where it was. Let me see if it's on here. I don't know. I don't know if he, he said this to me in confidence or not, but it's too late now. Um, <laughs> he, he no, said, if he talked to you, it's gone. It's out. He's, he says, I'm doing a 26-day detox, and I'm on day 10. This mm-hmm. was, when was this? On December 10th. Mm-hmm. He said he's done a handful of enemas. Yeah. And all of his pain is gone afterwards. And I'm just like, well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that whole thing. Like, you know, if your back hurts and you smash your thumb with a hammer, yeah, you, your back doesn't hurt anymore. Right. right. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so so let me see if I can. Holden's not set up in his office. He says so. Oh, well, what did maybe, you even say that for? You were maybe, just no. He no, messaged me. He wanted to test next week, which so, we could do. So Kevin's uh, talking to me about these coffee enemas, and then he yeah. sends me a fi- a picture. Look at that. He looks traumatized. Doesn't <laughs> he? That's a great picture. Yeah, that's not great. Oh my gosh. gosh. So uh, Leslie says he posted on Telegram about it. So it's public knowledge. Semi-public. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Yeah. It was so great to see Michael Bolden and Sarah Bath. Good Lord. Was that an amazing night? We just, we made uh, 
the organic pizzas and things and just had a blast at the beach house and just hung out. It was so nice. It was so That's nice. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'm looking Great forward to the reunion with folks. Heading down there if I get the chance. Yeah. And you got to see Stuart Tomk. That was yeah, so cool. My buddy Stuart, and I would ask, please, prayers for his wife who has been diagnosed with uh, you know breast cancer and uh, they're now going through uh, what she wants to do in terms of uh, her therapy, what her choices are. And we, we love and support her no matter what. And um, also they're moving, changing jobs. I mean, you would talk about getting whammied with stress. Every one of the worst stresses all com combined. And so it was great to uh, see Stuart with my wife, my daughter, and we went out to dinner at Kai's, which if you're ever down there near Solana beach, Encinitas, Kai's K I apostrophe S this was the place I met at least a couple of times over the years when I was down in the San Diego area, when John Rappaport lived out there, he would, oh, we'd, we'd meet at Kai's and have organic breakfast or whatever. We, Cause it's just an amazing restaurant, good, clean food. So super D that's the one thing I want to make sure that you and your wife. Oh, are yeah. able to no, we're, we get, we head when we head down there, we're going to yeah. have a good time. Looking forward to that. Thomas, we're not ignoring you, but you know, you make suggestions for this show. And, you know, we, we take all of these things under advisement, but we don't answer everything in the chat room, but it, it please don't take it personally. Um, but no, I appreciate what are we ignoring. Uh, he wants to do a, a debate oh. show with Jonathan E. Mord. You want to debate Jonathan E. Mord? He does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About what? Socialism. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <sighs> I know we got a sigh from Super Don. See, Thomas, it, not a lot of things make him sigh. He just doesn't see a lot of uh, things coming out of that. That would be, you know, I just, um, you know, Thomas, whatever. I, you know, I respect everybody mm -hmm. for the most part. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, unless you don't deserve it. And, you mm -hmm. know, you have to do something pretty spectacular to not deserve it. So, Whatever people have differences of opinion and stuff, but it's like if your goal is to try and prove to people, especially people that watch and listen to this show, mm -hmm. that somehow socialism is better and it was a good thing, and that we're all uh, need to be shown the error of our ways. You know, I mean, why bother? I mean, it's just not. It's just not going to happen. It's not that everybody that watches the show just just somehow missed the, mm -hmm. the, the magical, wonderful, touchy feely, squeezy part of socialism. Yeah. Um, and they just don't get it. You know, I mean, it's just not, you know, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. And well, so every, every discussion on the topic tends to break down that we've seen. To, now, uh, if, it, see, and, and that, you know what, Thomas, you just play, you dude, you just showed your, your cards. What, are you afraid? Yeah. So dude, yeah, the, that is, that is not that no, I know, I know you're trying to move on, but dude, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's a, you know, you there, don't, you don't do that. You, you have just exposed yourself cause you want to talk about it intelligently, but then you go to an emotional, uh, a tactic here by doing, trying to goad somebody by asking them if you're afraid. That's not intelligent, dude. Hmm. If you want to talk about something intelligently, that is not the tactic you take. You don't want to play to to emotions like that. If you want this to be a, a meaningful conversation then, then, yeah, but see, again, you know, your, your goal is to have an intelligent conversation, then don't play games, you know, don't, don't use a tactic like, oh, well, are you chicken? 
What, you know what, what are we? I'd ask Michael Bolden. <laughs> like In fact, uh, you know, with the 10th Amendment Center, remembering Michael Bolden's history, and he's yeah. talked about it at length. And you, if you see Michael Bolden's um, personal Twitter account, Bolden, I'm going to do this. Sorry. I just Thomas, you, you presume too much, okay? You assume already. You've prejudged the situation. He says, you slam things and refuse to listen to the other side. You then presume that I know nothing about socialism. I haven't read or listened or talked with people about uh, you. That is insulting in a way. You insult my intelligence by saying that. How do you know what it is I know? Right, Thomas, and maybe you're not aware of this, but yes, you come across in a way that that is very (laughs) insulting to people that don't believe what you believe and you're smarter than everybody. What you've done is you've already set the stage for this to be something that is not respectful not intelligent and uh, not genuine. We don't have high confidence that it would remain that way. So um, Michael Bolden's perspective, 10th Amendment Center. And I love what Michael puts up there on his own self-description. He says, uh, quote unquote, total libtard who supports the commies, quote unquote, or (laughs) a neo-Confederate, depending on which political party is in power, he, him, Hamilton hater. That's his uh, pronouns. He, him, and Hamilton hater. But it's the... It's the thing when you have the integrity to look at these systems and go, look, anything that violates your fundamental rights, in other words, freedom, choice, et cetera, uh, and socialism is collectivism. It denies the rights of the individual to collectivize everything. And then here, now you're into it. So here is what I would say, Thomas. Okay. But it's not about being afraid of the discussion. If I said, Thomas, listen, I want to talk to you about how. Uh, grass is is made out of chocolate. Okay, I'm I'm going to. And and y- are you afraid of having that discussion? Well, why would you not want to sit here and spend the next hour and get on a a a, a, t- a show and discuss something as cr- you know as crazy as that? You know you know how you feel about that, right? And so for somebody to come along and say, hey, you know, we're going to talk about how I, I hate to use the flat earth thing because I know there are people that believe the earth is flat, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yes. So here's what I would say, Thomas. First off, if you're going to come at this as a, you're chicken, if you don't let me do what I say I want to do, that's not how it works. That's not how this works, okay? If you seriously want to have a conversation, a meaningful conversation where you are not trying to, as you are alluding to here, beat the other side or prove people wrong or something like that, but you want to have an intelligent conversation about why you think socialism is is better than than you know what capitalism i guess um fine but but we're not going to do it in that context we're not going to do it in the way that you are saying you want to do it because that that's not what this show is about some of the things we've encountered recently i mentioned this as well with the listening to others genuinely coming in and listening so the question that that i would have for anybody is like why do you believe what you believe and and then share your story and then seriously listen to it and you've come to these conclusions, but if somebody comes to a different conclusion, it doesn't necessarily mean they're stupid or they're yeah. just, you know, they're, they're just not, it, it, this is where you come into that, uh, you know, ego arrogance perspective on my position is the only position. This is why I recognize that I have biases. We all come to life with biases. Do we not? I acknowledge that. Yeah. And, and, and although, as I grew up, had more of a left leaning perspective politically, uh, to become, you know, more, uh, let's say, I'm not a Republican. Super Don doesn't claim to be a Republican, uh, but more libertarian in terms of freedom orientation. And maybe we're a bit conservative in certain things as parents or as you as grandparents in, in certain things. But fundamental bottom line for me is freedom. Anything that violates freedom 
Uh, and, and my freedom ends where yours begins and vice versa. So when I say that, it isn't, oh, well, now you have the freedom to exploit me and enslave me. It's like, well, that's happening in every system, including capitalism, which is capitalism at this point. Uh, so, but the point of uh, the experience on earth, there's a wide variety of experiences on earth. I just don't want the government telling me or anybody else how to live. You know, I want to be a, a living example for what I perceive to be a better way to live, but not to force. So, Robert, can, can you talk for just a few minutes and I'll be right back? Sure. I want to take advantage to be able to go say hi to my son real quick. Okay, say hi from us too. I will. I will. I'll All right, back. we're in the bonus round here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, and anything goes. Almost anything goes, I guess you could say. And how was the the show today? Um, well, opening it up, uh, getting Terry and Stu Warner to talk about the event coming up in January. If you haven't looked at that, also uh, February we have the next steps conference in atlanta outside of atlanta and buford uh it's just uh, basically lake lanier islands next dash steps dot info uh, you can get tickets rsb 10 it's the 22nd through the 25th of february and we're going to have uh more events in march and then april i know that be healthy utah is set up uh for sometime in april as well and i hope that you guys can attend one or any or all of those events wherever you are and uh I don't, you know what? I don't drink beer so much, although I do like beer. I'd have a, a you know, a little bit and, and that's all I can handle because I do like beer, but I don't drink it to get drunk like years and years ago. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll just say this, uh, about Thomas. If I ever make it to Hawaii, I would definitely go out surfing with you or learn to surf from you. I would have no problem and chatting about these things and learning about you. I just, like I said, the sense that we get, and this is the honesty of which we're trying to relate it. Not that, um, there's uh, uh how else would I say this? Just when it comes down to you trying to make your point, Thomas, it ends up being filled with seething anger and rage. We've seen it and, and it just doesn't, I'm not inclined to take you up on your offer because of that. I'd rather do it in person off the air just to kind of find a way to break through that anger more than anything else before it was brought about. That's just my sense of it. I'm just being honest about how I feel about it. And maybe I'm totally wrong, but, uh, you know, maybe it's different, but the way it comes across as super Don was trying to explain, it doesn't come across in a way that would be, I would think conducive and beneficial, even though you, you all, you'll disagree with me and that's okay. That's okay. Who disagrees with you? Thomas. Cool. Oh, we're still talking with Thomas. Yeah. Well, I can't not. I mean, I get, <laughs> we have He's getting what he wants right now. He wants it. And I get it. Yeah. Dude, we have agreement on so many listen, areas. That Thomas, one I, I admire your passion. Yeah. Okay. I do. I really yeah. do. Um, but this show, I, you know, I, 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 I don't even know if I should say this, but it's kind of true. This show is not a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's kind not. it's kind of a dictatorship in a way. Yeah. Um, because you know, listen, we we have a, a purpose for this show. The purpose is not to be a town square where anybody and everybody can come on and take over the show and yeah. and do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Um, it's the Robert Scott Bell show. But as I said while you were gone, I told Thomas, I said, if I get out to Hawaii, I would definitely try to go out surfing and learn sure. from him and have a, have a beer and sit down and talk and listen. And then feel like if we can get beyond that, that seething rage and anger that I sense. And yeah, I know he's 72. He always tells us how old he is because he's, you know. Yeah. He's uh -huh. You're always older than me. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, and, 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 I, I appreciate his perseverance and his his passion. That he believes what he yeah. believes. And you know what? We, we need more of that. Mm -hmm. um, but what we need is, is uh, civil... Pet 
discussion. Holden says it's a Maoist dictatorship here. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what's what's coming up. You know, we've got the AMA on Tuesday for our 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 supporters. You know, and 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 we have put it up there earlier than usual. And I want to make sure we can send an email out to those who have donated to us. And we have that list as well that are outside of the. uh, patron support right? yep. to make sure we include everybody that wants to be a part of it. We got a lot of fun things. We're going to be doing giveaways and gifts and just going to be like a celebratory party end of the year on, on zoom Tuesday, the uh, 27th of December. As I said, my son's 23rd birthday and uh, Dawn's 24 daughter's 24th birthday. I believe they're a year apart. If I remember that, that right, Dawn. And uh, so we'll have some great celebrations at that time. I'd love to, you know, it's in between Christmas and New Year's where it's going to be a little downtime. We'll be doing some reruns. We might do some spot-up bonus rounds. I don't know what happens if we there's things happening. We might just want to open up the mic and do. We might. Mm-hmm. And a lot of retooling is super done and needs some time. I do, too. There's a lot of things that I have to do, end-of-the-year stuff, and many of you do, too. So I hope that you'll continue to share the show and be part of this and um, leave us messages, right? Hit the toll-free number, whatever, and we'll get that going yeah. on as well. So what else? Do you believe? Do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Uh, you know, I, I know I, some people don't. They're just like, eh, those are dumb. Look, any any day is a good day to start, right. and if it happens to work that the January one date is a good day to start, great. But as you know, these resolutions tend to be setting people up for failure, and that could be another side of that. It's not as, always as great. Right. So how how best to practice something new? Decide when you're going to do it and do it now. When we talk about quitting smoking we now have the crave kicker as a help right the el dopa booster yes. uh, that, that has um so i'd encourage you to try that out use the code rsb15 to get the discount and um let me tell you guys yeah. this based and i i haven't i haven't come out with my final i'm, I'm trying to be like you know mm-hmm. scientific you know like yeah maybe a step above the silly walks mm-hmm. um but you know i, I want to try this for a period of time um before i give my final report Okay. on the situation but i can tell you it works mm-hmm. how well it works and what it works for i'm still i'm still yeah. experiencing the situation here you, so you don't have to answer this but did you did you get your wife to try it not yet no okay i know she not yet wants yeah to. yeah but um it it <laughs> it does work okay um and i just want to make sure i'm one of those guys where it's like i try something and it's like I I don't I don't want to come out and go oh this did this this and this and this the first time I took it because mm-hmm. I, I I'm a critical thinker and so it's kind of like you know that could totally be a coincidence it could have been a placebo effect it could be you know whatever so I I want to feel confident but what I can say is that it definitely does have a positive effect so far mm-hmm. on on your mood at least for me anyway um, I mean this is like. I, I know you probably have never done this, but but if you've ever been tried one of those like energy drinks, whether it's like a five hour energy or something like that, right. those things will get you alert. Yeah, but you feel like crud after. I mean, you just not, do. Not you can't. Those. You can't help it because it's just boom. You're like oh, and then suddenly yeah. with this, I experienced the same type of of alertness, but it was it wasn't a jittery. You know, like you want to bite your fingernails off and, and you know, and count okay. the blades of grass on the lawn type of jittery. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was a, a, a good, you, you didn't have the crash that right. you get with, with the, the, the caffeine and stuff. So right. 
I, I'm enjoying this so far. And okay. I'm going to try probably, some too. I'll just, give it another week or so. Okay. We'll report on it. Maybe even during the holiday break, we'll do that too. Yeah. And, you know, just to go back into politics for a moment, I just see some tweets coming out by a vote of 225 to 201, including nine Republicans. The House passed the end of the year spending package loaded with gun control and increases for agencies abusing Second Amendment rights. For those that are interested in the, uh, the right to keep and bear arms, as well as the right to smoke weed if you want to, which are the same kind of concept. The states have the authority, not the federal government. Uh, the ominous by, omnibus has yeah. been passed. Huh? So it tells you how Republicans and Democrats are not all that different. Uh, once yeah. again. Now, wasn't this the bill that also, was this the bill that had the mandate, um, um, the military mandate thing in it as well? I think that that was one or thing. That, that, that was the defense bill. That was the defense bill. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, this, this is another one of those bills. I think it was like 4,000 something pages. Right. And but, they, they had like two days to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rand Paul wrote about it, but the point is yeah. once again, don't look to the federal government. To stop the federal government, right. to reduce it, it's going to have to be a state and local issue, individualist nullification. Yeah, which wouldn't That's exist like in socialism. Would the same coin: weed and guns. Weed and guns. Hey, it's a good right? combo. Fifth Amendment. Understand that. Uh, <laughs> the only thing better than weed and guns would be alcohol and guns. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And fireworks. Mm -hmm. But anyway. All right. So, what are your plans for Christmas? Honestly, I don't have any after this big trip we just took. That was a big deal. Yep. Just celebrate, enjoy uh, the family and friends, and um, of course, I just, I just, I just did the non-Jewish thing, didn't I? You're celebrating Hanukkah right now, right? Yeah, but I didn't feel like pushing back on that. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm thank it. you. I'm sorry. I catch myself when I, I look. I mean, that's well, progress. I don't right? think most people are offended by it, and I'm not offended. By I it, know, but I know it's a, it's it. a thing. You know, when you ask about Christmas and somebody's Jewish, you're like, eh. Thanks. The Jews are so, used to it. This, you know. Yeah, you know, well, I don't want to be a part of that, though. I don't want to fit the stereotype. So, okay. um, anyway, the holidays. You know, yeah. We've got it. We've got a big uh, dinner. Mm -hmm. It's going to be not quite as elaborate as the Thanksgiving dinner, right? Uh, but we got all the stockings. It, there's like, I can't even tell you. I've shown you the picture oh, of the man. stockings on the wall. <laughs> There's lots and lots of stockings because it's all kids, grandkids, yeah. parents, you know, siblings, their, their, you know, uh, significant others. And we've even got a bunch of stockings up for everybody's pets as well. Oh, wow. I think there's probably like 12 stockings up on the thing, little, little stockings for everybody's pets and stuff. So we're going to have the 20 some odd people over for, mm -hmm. for Christmas and, and have a good time. Yeah. My, uh, my wife and I went and saw one of my, uh, dearest oldest friends as he's not the oldest by age but he's a couple of years older um and uh he, he lives up in the hills i don't know some i can't remember where it was sierra madre comes to mind believe it or not up mm -hmm. there in california and oh, those beautiful house my gosh they redid the inside of it it's like now um my friend happens to be gay and he's been in a marriage for i don't know 20 years i don't know how long 15 years a long time and they have a son he because his husband husband right as a son from a previous marriage, right? And uh, he just uh, found and has engaged their son uh, to a woman. You know, people think, well, if you're raised in a gay marriage, you're necessarily going to be gay. I, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. I'm just sharing a story because I think it's, you know, just getting people out of 
the thought forms of everybody is this way, right? Everybody's different and unique. And even though I want a separation of marriage and state, you know, when we talk about the controversies of gay marriage or heterosexual marriage, for me, the controversy is inviting the government into any of those relationships. If adults are consenting adults of age to, to make a, a contract or agreement, as I did with my wife, we entered into a, an, a you know, kind of a covenant, if you will, between each other, a celestial marriage, we, we called it. So it was just between me, her, and God. And, and, and so when people say gay marriage, not gay marriage, I'm just like, dude, why are you in all of you people that are heterosexually married? Why didn't you invite the government into your marriage? Why do you want them to sanction it? Why do you need them to sanction it? That used to be a religious thing. And, and if, and if you have a different belief, then go off and find a religious belief that, or, you know, have a civil ceremony, make a contract. But I, I'm just saying here, it was just kind of a, uh, what would you say? A preconceived notion buster, right? My friend who's been married to another man for years, loving relationship, and they have a son, him from a previous marriage, and he grows up and he's getting married to a woman. So it's like whatever people think about what they think about, there's always something that throws you off and go, whoa, it isn't always that, is it? It's rather interesting. You got yes. no comment on that? It's like, why did you even bring that up? At, yeah, that's interesting. You know, we had a conversation yesterday in similar type things, but having to do with... Uh, pronouns and you know and all that nah, i don't know i don't know and i don't i just you're not afraid it. of controversy i just don't want <laughs> to well just don't. As I say, my controversial <laughs> statement is uh there should be a separation of marriage and state like a separation of yeah separate me from some other people in society and i'm good there you go all right, so there now that go. I've upset half the audience, I'm just sharing <laughs> stories. I like I said I had a, a light, a lot of wonderful times to reunion with friends that I've had for many years, and um, you know this isn't um, about a one size fits all life. You know we all have our journeys, and part of the discussion because my my friend has also been a, a what we call a career coach in terms of corporate coaching and different things like that, and we were talking about also the need to be able to listen to one another, to find out, you know, whether you're uh, uh, deranged because you hate Trump so much that you become what you hate, right? The people that hate the conservative right so much, they become the conservative or the religious left banning and, 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 and censoring others. It's like, instead of going, Hey, you know what, what's your life been like? Why do you believe what you believe and really be sincere and interested in learning about it and find out, you know, we have a lot more in common. We might not agree on everything politically, but it, it's because our experience brought us to conclusions that are different. And maybe it's not absolute. If there's anything absolute in terms of, uh, of uh, something I've always said, like um, food, right? You might do well on a vegetarian diet. You might not. But I would argue that it's best if it was of organic quality, no matter what you were, meat eater or not. And then let's, let's move from there. Let's find some area where we go, yeah, I agree. The food should be clean, for instance. Or um, if freedom is your bottom line, choice and agency, like it is for me. If there's some set, set up or system that blocks and, and, and prevents you from making a choice to determine your own destiny, then that system to me is fundamentally violative of what I believe at a religious or spiritual level is, is wrong. Somebody else might disagree, like Thomas on that. But his experience has brought him to a belief that's different. Which is okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Somebody can totally be into socialism. We can still hang out and mm -hmm. have a good time and 
have lots of things in common. So yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to crash his Christmas party uh, yeah. and and uh, demand that uh, we have a debate on on uh, why capitalism is better than socialism. So. Right. Oh, and by the way, at my buddy Bruce's house, <laughs> he had like almost as many, maybe more ha- stockings hanging from the, the thing because they have so many kids and grandkids and family mm-hmm. members that are visiting for the holidays and they were getting ready for it. It was kind of, really kind of cool. But That's uh, fun. Yeah, glorious stuff. But great reunion. And, and I want to do a big shout out and thanks if she's in the audience. Hopefully she'll be with us at the AMA. Allison and her family and her kids, they're just such lovely people uh, that they, you know, open their home to us, to my wife and my daughter, uh, so that we could do that trip and then get Nancy some help down in Tijuana at that clinic. And what a glorious time. What a gracious time. Uh, what a beautiful time. And those those opportunities don't come every day. So I, I really take a moment, reflect, and, and I'm so grateful for them because a lot of times it's like we're working, we're working, we're working, toiling, we're doing, you don't get those times off, even though I was working in the midst of it, but it was a glorious thing because for me, Super Don, what we do here uh, is a is a joy, a great joy, and I know you work your tushy off getting ready for all that we do, and I'm grateful for you, um, but to do this is a great joy and a, a great blessing in my, 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 my experience, and I'm grateful for it, uh, so thank you. It's to what everyone. we do. And one of my uh, hopes and prayers and thoughts for the new year, 2023, that at some time, we don't know when, that you and your wife get an opportunity because Allison so graciously invited you to be able to stay in that house. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, it'll take a little time to, to yeah. work out the, because we got to get a lot of things covered here at home that we are indispensable for, but mm-hmm. we'll, make, we'll make it happen for yeah. sure, man. Yeah. So, all right, Robert. Well, listen, um, have a a good holiday break here and um, we'll be in touch of course, but we will be, I guess we'll be back live. When, Uh, when's our next actual live in studio show? I'm just going to leave it as the possibility. Cause you know, I always like to hold that in reserve just in case. Yeah. But that would be just a, Hey, how's it going? We won't be doing a show. So I don't know. I mean, look, it would be, I guess it would be January 2nd, right? Uh, Let's see here. Looking at the calendar. Stand by. Monday, January 2nd. Yeah, that would be Monday, January 2nd. You're right. And I think we have Jared St. Clair and Tia Severino scheduled for that day. Cool. First show of the new year. All right. How cool is that? We will be around, though. It's not like we're going to go hibernate for a week. So you guys can send so in, like in Robert touch, said. Stay tuned. Yeah, sign yeah. up for the email alerts if you can. They're called newsletters. Super done. And remote. by the way, those of you who are listening have been going, how come we haven't getting, been getting a newsletter every day? I've been so slammed um, this short last last period of time here. Working with Shanae Nugent. And, yeah, which uh, she I'm is she's doing a, a live test run of her show. It's going to yeah. be on her Facebook um, and some other places um, mm-hmm. on Jan- on December 28th and officially launching on January 4th. I want to plug into her show and be on that. Oh, oh yeah, you'll definitely be on there. Yeah. You'll that definitely so be cool. on there. So. That is so cool, dude. I'm telling you, man. Crazy stuff, stuff happening. Thanks again as well to uh, Remis for the first time on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Remis Freeman as well. Mm-hmm. What amazing guy. Dude, courage. Respect. As they say, respect. Yes. And do yeah. you overstand? And he That's said a, facts. Facts. Yes. F-A-C-T-S. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Good do guy. Do you overstand? Yeah. Oh, what a great thing. So check out his music. I, I've got to play these different songs 
uh, and uh, get plugged in as well. And and he said, what was it he said? The un, uh, what was the video? Firm. He said he wants. Yes, he said you got to watch that video. So. so for parents, not parents, say moms and dads. He's like he's in very good on the language. I love that. Uh, if you want, review that first so you can say when is age appropriate. But it's important, you know, in terms of reproductivity of the species to have a you know healthy function there. Of course. So we'll check that out. All right. Any other questions, comments before we wrap it up for the calendar year, officially or unofficially? Um, Yes. Leslie says it was an incredible year. It was. And thanks to Kevin, by the way. Seriously. Elevating this show uh, like he did with the the guests and stuff that he's booked on that. This has been just a, a year like no other. Do you see what's possible uh, when you do coffee enemas, Super Don, now? Yeah, right. Yeah. He started doing those just recently. So that, oh, that, that, oh, that doesn't work. Oh. The technicality. But seri- no, but seriously, though, Kev, uh, I don't know if you're if you're watching or not, but yeah. um seriously, and I you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not exaggerating here. I mean, th- this show this last year, yeah, as far as guests go, we've never, never had, had anything like this ever in the history of the show. Um, and so Kevin's contribution to the show is just, it's priceless. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And you know what, as a result of, of these guests, and I think you'll agree with me, Robert, mm-hmm. as a result of those guests, we have made connections with people we never would have made connections with. Yeah, it, it has contributed to, you know, bigger things and stuff and everything like that for, for the show and the outreach. And mm-hmm. I, it's just amazing what Kevin has done. And so I, I yeah. just... And I thank should probably you, be saying this to him, but thank you, you know. Leslie, for siding with Super Don to give him a little bit of support on the uh, no enema uh, zone. Oh, is she saying no? Is that yeah. it's in the? I Leslie didn't see it. It's in the other chat room. But the the great yes, humor. Okay. We always like to bring the humor, obviously, yes. whenever we can, to di- diffuse sometimes the anger. And I'm human. We're all human, and there are going to be times where we're going to feel all the range of emotions. And it isn't for us to suppress or or censor them necessarily, but. At the same time, if they become destructive, there, you know, there's that, there's that crossing point where, you know, it can be destructive as opposed to constant. And Thomas says, Meli Kaliki Maka. Yes. And, and don't yes. surf on any lava, Thomas. One right? of my I favorite, my favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. Yes. Bing you know Crosby. Did that originally? I don't know. Well, I know I, the Bing Crosby version is the one that everybody knows. Right. That's the one. That's I mean. the yeah. one I like. I don't know if that was the original. Could have been. Yep. And. Anyway. Love to my mom, Grandma Mickey. Amazing what she's been going through the last few years. And uh, and I want to shout out as well to say thanks to uh, Babery for sending her the triumvirate of the Folium PX products. And as I said, she's reporting to me good, really good results, better sleep, better energy. And uh, if there's a, a wish of hope and a prayer is to to get her back on the dance floor. You know, mom should be dancing again. And then by the time we're together in February at the Next Steps conference coming up, that'll be amazing too. So not enough thanks to go around, honestly, for all y'all. So thank you, Michael Bolden. Again, looking forward to having you. That's another New Year's resolution if, we, if there is one, to have Michael Bolden on the show more frequently. More frequently. He said he would. So we'll, yeah, getting rid we'll of the clicking. That's what we got to test. So that's some of the things we'll be doing behind the scenes then. Yeah, maybe, maybe Michael, we can test uh, over this next week because I'll have mm-hmm. some downtime. So, yeah, I think that would see be if we great. can connect and do a little testing, figure out if we can figure out what's going on with that. So, yeah. Anyway, 
All right, dude. Peterson's the Petersons do a great version of that song, the Hawaiian song. Thomas says. Uh, also, we've all this is this show has gone two hours and forty five minutes. It's almost a three hour show. Almost. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That may be something we may be able to move into next year, possibly. Yeah, if we have enough support, sponsorship support, and, you know, we're looking at some other options of bringing them on, and maybe it'll turn into something really amazing that we could. If you, It's fun to do what we do. We don't want to overstay our welcome. But if there's more to do, and there always is, but we have to limit our ability to do so because we have to care for the basics too, right, as you all do. And so uh, we won't say no. Go to bake some bread. Oh, Leslie. Oh, and by the way, Allison, bake some bread. She might do that for you. It was so good. Was it? We, oh my gosh. We ate yeah. it in 24 hours or less. It was a great loaf. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So Bolden says super Don for sure. Uh, okay. See y'all at the AMA on Tuesday. Everybody come on, join in on the ask me anything holiday extravaganza post Hanukkah, post Christmas. And we're going to do a lot of, a lot of fun. It'll be like a party. Bring your party. Fun out. and prizes from what mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. All right. So, all right, man. Thank you, man and woman. Happy, and uh, happy holiday season, inclusive of all faiths and traditions. Yes. Yippee Kaye. I won't say it, but that's the <laughs> we got to watch tomorrow. All right. Have a good one, guys. Uh, and you, we man. will, we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye.